<laughs> Reach is so serious. Man. Yeah, well, I don't fuck around, bro. <laughs> just came back into regular Reach mode. Okay, so it's time to start smoking weed. My guest today is Paul Thompson. Paul, are we starting? Sip, bro. Tell the people. It's on. Tell the people. Who Tell are you? I didn't know. I didn't know we were actually starting. Yeah, we're, we're starting <laughs> here, Pete. Let's go, man. This is the session three. Bro, I'm already session two. You better get in on this quick. So we'll tell the people who you are while I get ready. My name is Paul Thompson. I'm an artist and stand-up comedian from Toronto, Ontario. I always had a goal of doing a podcast with my best friend, Mike Rita, and that goal came true today. Let's get high. That wasn't my goal. But <laughs> 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 listen. Yes, man. We've been friends for how long, Paul? For probably 10 years. Yes, man, at least. Mm -hmm. Was I a fan of yours before I was your friend? You were a fan of mine before... You're, we've, we were friends, and you were a fan of my rap music. That's we right. I was a fan of your rap music, bro. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I want you to know that uh, since then, Paul and I have done countless shows together. Mm -hmm. We grew up together in the weed scene, and now we are known as a uh, weed comedians. Paul also has a very popular weed show himself. Mm -hmm. He's hosted weed comedy shows. He's performed at all the 420s in Toronto in front of thousands of people. He's mm -hmm. toured across the country. Uh, with some other comedians as well, and he is the host of his own podcast. Give them a sh give your own podcast a shout out on my fucking podcast. Yes, my podcast is called High on Trees, where we also get high and talk about nonsense like we'll be doing today. Or today yeah, but you did, but really you did serious. it with somebody else. You didn't do it with me, did you, bro? You chose another person. This guy cheated on me with another comedian. This guy's fucked. Yeah, well, you were busy. I was busy. Classic reads. Classic reads. I've actually, I ditch all my friends. Yeah. Okay, Pete's. So I want to get started. We got it. We're going to get high. Even though we're already getting high. Mm -hmm. right, what are we going to get high together throughout the show? What are you going to choose? We have everything here. We got our bong. We mm -hmm. got our, our our hand blown red beard glass mug. Shut up. You know, red, red beard. Wait, really I, smoked, cool. I smoked out the wrong side. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> what do you drink out of that? That's where you put coffee in? You put coffee in. I actually only use water so far because I don't want to dirty it for the fuck show. You smoke weed and you drink coffee at the same time. It's a hippie speedball. Buddy. Hippie speedball? Mm -hmm. Is that a real thing? It is now. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I think I've heard people call it that. A hippie speedball? Yeah. A coffee and weed? It's a, that's a Jamie 420 classic. Right <laughs> <laughs> a hippie speedball is such a stupid name. Well, a speedball is when you do heroin and cocaine at the same time. Should we talk about all the times you and I did heroin and cocaine together? We can if you'd like. I okay, so me, so I, I'm happy to say so that we I'm, I'm a year clean from cocaine right now. Yes, but only a few minutes clean. Of or heroin. sorry, no, I'm only clean on cocaine for the year. Of course, I did it on New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, but wow. other than that, we're doing good in 2020 so far. No one else is doing good in 2020. No, I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no one else is. <laughs> Were you sad when Kobe Bryant died? Yeah, of course. Why were, why were you sad? I don't know, because he's... I guess not. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I've never been really that sad when a celebrity died. But my buddy who I live with, his dog's name is Kobe. So my buddy really is a big fan of Kobe. My and I really friend's like, name's dog is also Kobe. Yeah, and I really like that dog, Kobe. So he seemed sad when Kobe died. I don't even like Kobe, my friend's dog. I love that dog. And it was really a, a confusing day for Kobe because everyone kept saying his name, but in a sad tone. People were like, Kobe, how could they do it? And the oh, dog was wow. so confused. No, duh. Yeah, and you literally seem sad. So You got to give him treats. Yeah. We you give dogs him. treats? Yeah. Of what kind of treats you give dogs? Whatever treats are around. I don't know. I don't carry regular treats to give to a dog. <laughs> Whatever. 
treats the dog? What do you mean? What kind of treats do I give dog? Are you the kind of person, Pete? Why would I know that? Like, uh, you know, I used to be a milk bone guy, but going into the new decade lately, I'm kind of more about organic treats. Listen, bro, there's two types of people in this world. If you go to somebody's house and the dog is sniffing at your crotch, you slide him a little piece of the chicken or not? Oh, uh, no, I don't. You're a fucking piece of shit. I'll tell a you why. dog lives a dog life. Give no, because then the chicken. dog knows that you're a pushover. I am a pushover. Yeah, so you don't look like... What does it matter if the dog knows that I'm a pushover? So then when eight of us are all having a big dinner, yeah. the dog's going to be whining and, by Reeds because, you yeah. know, Reeds will break him off some chicken. So what you do... And me, I just make eye contact with the dog and he'll go sit down. And people will be like, man... that father from the yeah, 80s? Yeah, you got to be a strict father from the 80s with a dog. Let Bro. me tell you, dog raising 101. It's a dog, not a human being. You understand? Even worse. You want your dog to respect you, you got to treat your dog like a strict father from the 80s. That's the... Are you Somebody who's not in control of their dog, it's, uh, it's not a good look. <laughs> if I went to your house and your dog was whining trying to get chicken from you, I'd be like, I see what kind of man you are. But if you're eating a big steak and the dog's sitting in the corner not even begging for it, I'm like, Reitz has his you're shit together for sure. nuts, bro. Slide the dog a piece of chicken. Let the owner snap. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let the owner give you eye. Like, I always let the owner just give me Absolutely shit. Absolutely not. The I'll dog shouldn't even shit. make eye contact with you while eating. <laughs> oh, my Having, God. <laughs> same thing with your kids, a, but we'll get to that later. Then you, know you raise I mean? a fucking cat. You Why? raise no, a cat. No, you can't raise a cat. A I cat's c- always going to be out of control. A cat's out of control. A dog, you can... We took a dog from wolves to little pups. Now, where did cats come from? Lions. I don't know. No, I think cats have always just yeah, been cats. Yeah, how come we never hear about that lineage story? That's very true. Dude, every lineage story you hear about animals like dogs, we got them yeah, from wolves. Because we gave them our bones, and now they... Like but cats, <laughs> those feline cats, like the little tabbies, I think they've always been around. Yeah, they've been eating rats. Because they found them in... In France? In um, mummies. You know, they find them in tombs, Egypt. in Egyptian tombs. Yeah, what the fuck were cats doing in the desert? So for us to get dogs, somebody had to go up to a wolf and be like, a few people got bit, but they eventually were like, please, wolf, just listen to me. And what then eventually, the fuck were cats doing they got the, the wolf to sit. But I think for cats, we didn't even have to domesticate them. One guy just picked up a cat on the way home from the market and was like, do you want to be my pet? And the cat's like, yeah, sure. Bush. You know? <laughs> you a cat or a dog person? Want to know the truth? I have a joke about this. It's my only clean joke. <laughs> Give us your clean joke. Do you want me to do it? On, yeah, do on, the on quick, right do the bit. <sighs> I couldn't, but all right, sure. I'll see you. So uh, I say, I ask people if they're a cat or a dog person. I always use this as a trick when I'm like performing for older audiences or audiences that I feel like <coughs> comfortable swearing. Yeah. I'll always do this joke to win them over. <coughs> and then I say, yeah, that's my only clean joke. And I immediately go into a super dirty joke. What an you asshole. know what I mean? Um, I'm glad that we have mics that we can lean away from, actually. In retrospect, because of the coughing, you can't just have a mic there and then it's just going to be Reet's Coughing podcast for an entire Fuck hour. you. Our you microphones are, are set up by professionals. <laughs> you got to remember. Okay, yeah, here's the, here's the joke. I ask people if they like cats or dogs better, and I say that I like cats. I love cats, but dogs are better. I love cats, but dogs are better. Because every time somebody has a good cat, they always say the same thing. Best cat in the world. It's just like a dog. Best cat in the world. Just like a dog. <laughs> Look at this. When I come to the door, he greets me. Just like a dog. Best cat in the world. Look at this. I got him a treat. He sits down. Just like a dog. Best cat in the world. Doesn't happen the other way around. No one's ever like, hey, best dog in the world. Just like a cat. Which dog? This dog. Best dog in the world. Just like a cat. 
His name's Spike. Doesn't matter. He doesn't know what his name is. Where is he? He's hiding under the couch. You'll never see him. Oh, he just threw up. Who has to clean that up? I do. Best dog in the world. Just Best like a cat. Best dog in the world. It's my man. only my only clean joke. See, but that's a good joke. But it's fun. Dog you know? dogs are the winner, man. Cats are nice. Sure. Cats are great. But sure, bro. But they're not a dog. You go for a walk and somebody gets too close to you, a dog is already like... Yeah, 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 yeah. A cat gets... you know, <laughs> Man, if somebody gets too close to you on a walk and you with your cat, your cat takes off. It doesn't even care about you. Yeah, your you. cat wouldn't care. What? Hey, you're getting kicked? Right. Which is why I think we never had to domesticate cats. Yo, but cats love babies. You watch those videos where the cats save the babies, yeah. like the baby's getting too close to the stairs, and then the cat's like, get the hell out of there, baby! Yeah. But there's also a lot of videos of cats straight up scratching Smack. babies' <laughs> faces. So that was just like a rare good cat. Oh my god! Think about that. If you've seen a video of a cat slapping a baby, you're you're like, oh, what a bad cat. If you've seen a a, a video of a dog slapping that a baby, that dog's long gone. Dude, that dog's that been dog put down. His whole put family. Down his whole family. He was actually neutered before off. they put him down. A hundred and ten percent. Wow. For sure. Cats have it good. Cats have it great. Yeah, cats can get away with. Murder. I know. There's tons of videos where cats are just slapping babies and nobody's saying shit. A cat could literally get away with murder. What do you? How sticky do you think that would be in a court of law if you got your cat or dog to murder somebody? Oh, I'm sick, man. They have it, to prove that you got the dog to do it. But bro, can you just be like? Can you just me. be like? It wasn't me, especially if it's a cute dog. You're like, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was and that, the dog's wagging his tail. It was nails. that little puppy, <laughs> and the whole jury's like, aw, let him dismissed. go. <laughs> dismissed. Dismissed <laughs> because the puppy's wagging his tail. <laughs> puppy saved a life again. <laughs> the judge throws a tennis ball. <laughs> Get it, boy. You're a free boy. Who's a good boy? <laughs> so what are you rolling now? What am I rolling now? I'm rolling a hybrid uh, shishka berry something. I remember Very it being... good. I know shishka berry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do so you like, uh, do you care? Are you like, do you lean towards indica all day or are you sativa all day? Yeah, or do I you gotta balance smoke it indica. Out? I'm, listen, man, for everybody listening, let's get serious about this weed talk. I gotta smoke indica. But then this is a hybrid. You don't like indica more dominant? No, that doesn't make a difference. It just has to have indica in it. Because, because we're, doing, we're doing a podcast right now. I brought something that wouldn't get me. Uh, couch, like I'm not, I'm not gonna die. Right. I'm just gonna smoke here with you. I'm gonna chill. But I gotta smoke indica on a regular basis because I'm hype. You know me, Pete. Absolutely. I'm hype, oh, buddy, bro. you know. I'll, 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 me and you know. together is a tornado. Jesus so we Christ. need to. Uh, I agree. It's good for us to stay, uh, stay hype. Buddy, I've, I'm still hype as fuck. So what happens if you smoke sativa? Then does your mind just start racing? Do you get a, what? What would you get more anxiety from? I get anxiety right away for sure. I get panicky from sativa. Yeah, and, and you not know what from I indica. become from sativa? I become judgy as shit. Like I if hear I'm, you. I'm telling you. I become judgy a lot of shit. people say that that you kind of become a dickhead. You become a dickhead because you're all stressed out. Somebody says something normal to you. Hey, you want to eat? What do you mean? What do I want to eat? I'm not a fat fuck. Fuck. Like in, in your head, you're like, yeah, I'm starving though. And I think it's because you analyze things more. So I like smoking weed and being creative, but I've noticed now like the different ventures or different mediums that I'm working with, which one works better. So if I'm writing like stand up or I'm working on a script, I realize sativa works better because my mind can just go off wordiness, you know, and I can be like, oh, actually like change this word and change that. But if I'm painting, I used to think that I'd like sativa because, you know, sativa would give me the energy and I just want to keep painting. But it doesn't help. I need to calm down when I'm painting because I got to focus and breathe. And if I do sativa, I'll paint for a minute and then I have to drop the brush and pace around my room and be like, why did I say this thing in 2007, you know? Because the sativa has me going crazy. I can't do it. 
It's a trick, man. I, I I'm also a flavor based person. I can't smoke bad but tasting weed have anymore. Better flavors. I know, but so I, I, you gotta find indicas and hybrids that have mm, this nice mix. Mm-hmm. That's where you found yourself in the hybrid. I smoke this. This is nice. This is for the yeah. hood. This is for the neighborhood too. But uh, do you order from the gov- government often? The government wishes I ordered their weed. I'll, I'll so try it though. No, we've reviewed a bunch of it. And there's actually some really good government weeds. I'll, I'll shout mm-hmm. out to Seven Acres. Shout out to. Uh, Oh, man, I can't remember. Something street. Do you know oh, what I, I liked, actually? And it was really good. cheap. Uh. Um, there's one called Soleil that was oh! just... <laughs> do you know which one I'm hey, 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 we remember Soleil. <laughs> Soleil. With that hipster-ass name, because it would be like called Soleil, and it would be called like Boardwalk yeah. Sunshine or something like that. So they had Soleil had this pure CBD strain. What was it called? Do you remember? I don't remember. Oh, my called. fucking Lord, buddy. But we, it's we, their pure CBD strain, which is really good for people who have a lower tolerance to smoking it's almost like you just mix in this cbd strain and it just will like kind of it's watering down the liquor if you know the what I mean. craziest thing about cbd nowadays too is that you can use it to get less high like yes, if you're really it. high do you want me to explain to you why it, why that works no like give scientifically it, yes give it to us okay so in your brain you have cannabinoid receptors right oh. and the cannabinoid receptor is where the thc goes to get you high so you smoking right now that has a high THC content, when you're smoking, those THC molecules or whatever are going into the CBD receptor. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Yep. That's where the THC belongs. <laughs> it's also the same place that the CBD belongs. So these things are THC dominant strains. So the THC is going into your CBD receptors. Now let's say you start getting anxiety, you start getting too high, and you smoke CBD or take a drop of CBD or eat a CBD gummy. The CBD wants to go into the CBD receptors that it belongs in, and the only way that it can go into those receptors is essentially by knocking the THC out. Wow. So you smoking CBD is factually getting you less high off of the THC. Wow. Why is it important to have CBD? Let me continue with that. Give this is me. why everybody should be doing CBD. Give it to so me. So as marijuana has gotten legalized, people have a less stigma surrounding this plant, right? Correct. But there's still people that are like, I don't want to be a stoner. I don't want to be high all day, which is completely understandable. I have a very low tolerance to weed despite smoking for 15 years. I get a lot of anxiety from it, but I still smoke every day. <coughs> and I understand I don't want people to have anxiety. So... I do think everybody, everybody should be taking CBD. I think CBD should be viewed as, let's say right now it's winter. It's natural in the winter to get a vitamin D deficiency. I think everybody should be taking vitamin D right now, right? That's natural. There's a bunch of vitamins that everybody should be taking. CBD is like one of those vitamins because you got to think a hundred years ago or so before prohibition, before they took away hemp and everything, CBD AKA hemp is what we fed to the cows. Yes, of course. It's what we fed to everybody. So we were getting CBD naturally. We were, uh, we have CBD receptors. These yeah, need built to into have, our brain. Yeah, we need, the cannabinoid receptors need that, right? So we were getting that from the cows. We were getting that from all of these things and all this hemp. And then it was made illegal for a hundred years and everybody's feeling weird. Humans are so soft. Do you see what I'm saying? How the fuck did we allow it to be illegal for a hundred years? And now you take CBD and you're expecting to be high. And it's like, what just happened? And people are like, I'm not high, but I just feel more normal. And it's like, yeah, because you had a deficiency of CBD before. And you just got a vitamin that your body's been wanting for a long time. Honestly, I'm fucking deficient of everything. You ever just take a multivitamin and be like, this is what health feels mm-hmm. like? And then you just pee orange <laughs> for the next three days. And you're like, something's, <laughs> something's not right here. I don't even pee anymore, bro. 
I just I just shit and liquid comes out with my shit. <laughs> and that's it. That's just my life, bro. I haven't peed in years and it's good. It's good. It's good. You know, because pee leaves that residue on your cock. It's no good, bro. It's true. Listen to me, man. How's it been with you, though? You caught you still doing comedy? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this what we're going to do? Because we can do it. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to break you out. Are we like here. doing like I'm gonna break you out late your night style? You're like, because I'm getting higher now, so I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, I'm like, we like, just did a show together man. last week, but you're going to like try and we set did, it hey, up. Hey, I canceled on a show last week. Tell me about that show. Oh, yeah, you did cancel. Oh, yeah, you canceled on a show we were supposed to do in Bracebridge. How was it? Did you ever have intentions of doing that show? Can I honestly ask yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when and I came there and I was like, I cannot see Mike Rita doing this show. I did. I do corporates all the time. It wasn't a corporate. What was it then? Bracebridge is like Muskoka. I did, I did Grace. I did Bracebridge the other day. I did Muskoka. I did some. I did uh, Gravenhurst. Right. Is that so, Gravenhurst? That's the same shit? Yeah, yeah. Pretty close. That's it, bro. So this is like cottage country. We walk in. I got a cottage. And you know what that uh, show ended up being? Uh. It was a late Christmas party for these ladies yoga studio this guy homie wasn't paying on us but he didn't pay us enough anyway no so yeah it was a it was a christmas party for a yoga do you think he fucking caked on that no because he didn't know so it's like that's the regular comedy night that they do once a month and the bar just was like well we have comedy night you guys should just bring your christmas party here and then do it on that comedy night Mm -hmm. and then he booked you and i to go up i didn't even get that good of a paying gig it was just better than that gig yeah so you got to take it right it was like 50 but bucks more. You, so why wouldn't you have just taken this one? Because you could have came with me. I feel disrespectful. <laughs> Listen, bro. What, well, what well, mattered more? $50 I'm gonna t- or a good time with your I'm going to tell beats. you what really matters more. It was on a Saturday or a Friday? It was on a Saturday. And then 100% the reason I canceled on that gig is because I have to drive out to Bracebridge and come back. Uh-huh. And I want to watch the Leaf game. And I'm a piece of shit like that. If I could do a gig that's local and be out of my house by like nine and then still catch like, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. I'm headlining. I don't got to be there right away. If I message the host like, hey, I'm on my way. I'll be there a couple minutes later. Start oh, the show. No biggie. But you watch the fucking Leaf game like a man with your goddamn family and a slice of pizza. <laughs> like a fucking man. With the dog sitting in the corner. I don't even have a dog. Food. I got a fish tank. So I got to slice a little pizza in a fish tank. Oh, you're breaking it off for the fishes too, eh? Uh, I'm a homie. Even and your then, fishes uh, are begging. I, you know, as I become older, I have become less caring of being at the show on time if i'm headlining yeah i mean nine, that's kind of always been a thing with you so <laughs> i don't think you need to say as you become over don't try and make your lack of etiquette showing up on time exquisite you're like as i've become older i've developed a <laughs> like taste a for disrespecting the producer and showing up late for shows like oh, you, man. you're it, not it's yeah. gotten worse bro it's gotten worse it's not Dad, even don't say you become like you're trying to make it sound like a good thing you've developed a, a bad thing. habit it's not a good thing yeah we were just talking about joe cocker showing up late joe cocker showed up two hours late i show up 20 minutes late because i'm catching the end of the relief game it's still in relevance is that Fuck what you that. want people saying morgan told us his parents Paid their hard-earned money <laughs> yeah. to try and go see Joe Cocker. Yeah. And he yeah. still remembers it mm. to let that story live on. Do you want Aaliyah's generation? Do you want people to be like, so oh, yeah, that- my parents one time went to go see Mike Rita and Gravenhurst, and he showed up an hour late, stoned out of his mind, saying he hasn't peed in 10 years. But that's not how late I show up. I show up 20 minutes late while the host is bringing up the first act. And I'm like four that's acts okay. away. 
That's not late. That's then. who I am, you fucking peanut. <laughs> okay, yeah, we all do that. I'll lash on your fucking dick right now. <laughs> Bully Reeds is back. And Bully Reeds is back. And can I say, I missed him. You remember Bully Reeds? I miss Bully Reeds. You sometimes. guys don't know, but Bully Reeds is a version, is my alter ego who shows up when she gets too hype, and I'm like, what? I'll start bullying my way out of this situation. <laughs> Bully Reeds starts telling everybody you'll knock them out. <laughs> yeah, I will. I, I haven't knocked anyone out in years. Yeah, Bully Reeds is your sativa. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the sativa side of you. Where the hell is this guy coming from? What? What? You don't think I, it's hybrid? It's mixing in. Right? Listen, let me pass But the Slim Shady's slipping through. Uh, I'm Marshall Mathers. Mm-hmm. I'm Marshall. Listen. What was uh, our best memory as a young man? As young men? Yes, in our early 20s. Can you think of your favorite memory with me? I have a ton of favorite memories. Give me some of you. our favorite memories. Um, I always like doing um, mushrooms with you. Hey, if which not, we could still do. Mushrooms are a good time. I don't even do mushrooms anymore. I do acid. Do you? I, yeah. And, and I, uh, I don't yeah, do mushrooms. Too. I do a lot. As I get older, like a fine wine. Do you like acid better than mushrooms? Big time. And I, it's only because mushrooms gives me anxiety. But how and much acid. mushrooms are you doing? Always like five grams. That's insane. Or two, like, that is insane. Like I That's can crazy. Do you understand <laughs> what you're saying? But I don't do mushrooms because it gives me anxiety and you always do five grams. That's like a guy saying, I don't drink because I always throw up. How much are you drinking? Two I don't four. know. A two, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe just try drinking less beer. No, 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 no. See, the thing is when you do like, I, I, can't, I can't find any middle ground. When you do like two, three grams, all you get is anxiety in Ohio. So you got to break No, like, I do like a gram of mushrooms and I'll still, it's just not the same high you're used to, but I'll still get a wonderful high from no, it. No, I, I, I don't want it, man. If I'm, if I, if I'm going to do it, I, 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 I'm going to microdose acid. acid. That's right. I'm going to get a tab, cut it in two, cut it in three, and just do it, sit there. You do full tabs? Well, I don't got that time anymore. I got a kid and I'm not, no, a lady at home and it's like. But either way, it's still going to last If I was hours. dipping to BC to go do some shows, yeah, yeah. I'll do a full tab if I have some days off and just go to the mountains with a tent. Yeah, Risk getting eaten by a bear. Or. Let's fucking go, bro. Crazy. We did. We did, I've done acid in uh, BC. BC is crazy because you can so hear much. wolves at night. Yeah, in we Burke were in British Columbia. You can hear wolves. It's crazy. We went I've to never Stanley heard Park. That. Oh my god! You're just in the middle of nowhere in British Columbia, and at nighttime you're doing acid, and you just hear like. Bah! It's like, crazy, Stanley Park, especially because when you're doing that like seawall. Once you've committed two hours to walk around the seawall, you actually have like, to commit the rest of the way to get out. Yeah, because there's no exit. You can't cut through the forest. With their fucking... British Columbia is nice. I was with Costa and Luke when we did that. And we were flying and so much weird stuff. Wait, I, I want to give all the listeners a quick rundown. Costa and Luke is our friends from Newfoundland who also do acid and mushrooms. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we were like flying. And so much weird stuff happened to us. So at one point before we went to the Stanley Park, there was a guy... And he was like looking at us and like muttering to himself. And we're all like, oh man, this guy's trippy, but whatever. We're not letting it get to us. Then like an hour later, we went to use like the bathroom that like you see near the park. And this guy was outside. So we went inside to the bathroom and two of our friends were still out there. Costa was one of them and me and Luke were in the bathroom. And the guy was whispering to himself like someone's going to die tonight. And he was saying some really crazy stuff. And, um, Costa came in the bathroom and was like, we got to go. This guy's saying that he's going to kill us and all this stuff. And you know, like, Costa's a badass. Costa's Israeli like army. Belt. Yeah, he's like a military like, black belt, dude. So if he's shook, we're like, we got shook. Yeah, he's also on drugs, so he's not he's not there. Right. So we're like, we got to get out of here. And then well, some I have weird a great stuff, story about that guy. Right? So then some weird stuff started happening in the forest and this and that. And then, like... Costa just says, he's like, man, why does this stuff always happen to us when we're on acid? And we're like, yeah, it's so weird. What a coincidence. And then I'm like, probably because... 
when we do acid, that's the only time that we'll walk into a forest alone at 4 a.m. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are like, Normally, why are you always... Why would you walk into a forest at 4 a.m.? Yeah. Like, it's like, why does this always happen when we're acid? Because you weren't on Get acid. We wouldn't do house. this. We're in a forest. Get out of my house. <laughs> right? Man, I'm going to tell a quick story and then I'm going to go to Costa as well. Listen, do you remember that time that you and I and a couple of our friends, we all did mushrooms on Halloween? But I was we got say. so high. This is our best story. This is so... That was the story I was going to say. I don't ever have to exaggerate this story. I promise. Paul Thompson, you're going to confirm this. You're going to tell your own version too because it's yeah. just so funny. I talk about this on stage sometimes. Man, so. we got so high on mushrooms on Halloween in a basement. Okay, we did it. This guy lived in a basement apartment. We all got high on this basement apartment in this couch. And for hours We weren't hours, expecting we that either because I think our intentions were to just play FIFA or do something because yeah, I remember chill. Sandro Very was leaving. He was leaving. Like he was on his feet, the door open and he goes like, what are you guys doing for the rest of the night? And we're like, I don't know, man. We don't have plans. I remember he had the bag of mushrooms and he threw it on the table. He's like, you do now. And we're all like, whoa. And he left. Oh my and God. And then we were like, all right, this is going to happen. Man, it, and we did such strong mushrooms that night that we all did like Crazy. two, three grams. Not even, like two grams each. Yeah. But we all got obliterated, man. This guy had like a poster. This guy's walls were melting. It was one of those kind of mushrooms. Do you remember what the poster trips. said? No. Save the tuna. Save the tuna. <laughs> and this guy's like, Save the Tuna poster was speaking to us and that And we could see the waves in the poster, It man. was nuts. It was nuts. Okay, so this whole mushroom trip is going on. Four guys, five guys in a basement. We're all laughing our fucking heads off. It's we that were giggly, laughing like, 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 like when so you're laughing. Hard. all trails and stuff so do you remember B okay, I, bacon at one point said one of the we were laughing for an hour and a half straight and then for one second we got quiet for 30 seconds we all just started zoning out and no one said anything and then bacon goes yo isn't it crazy to think someone out there somewhere is a professional hula hooper yeah. <laughs> someone gets paid to hula hoop okay oh, man, and i don't, don't want to do speed up the story too much but we'll forget <sighs> if i don't say this get right in away on it, get in on so it. i just wanted to say so the next day we all went and did a show at uh, vapor central oh my God. together and who was on the show but a professional hula hooper. Oh my Do you god! Remember and that? she brought a dancer with her too, like a little like. Dude and we were all like, "Oh my what? god!" That was that. Was, that's crazy though, man. Yeah. But wait, so, we would have forgot that. That's yeah, really funny. So. so we all go back to the basement. Some for some reason, I don't. Do you remember why we went outside? So no, we were all down there, and then. We, we were just, just having fun, and like it was just but, amazing. And it was a very plain basement, four white walls. And we literally just like wanted to go outside because it's like we forgot what outside was. Yeah, we were so high. What only was probably like 40 minutes to an yeah, hour. We're like, we haven't even been outside yet. Yeah. I hope you're not giving away a parts of this story. So I think no. we're on the same page about yeah, how we yeah. can build up to this good together. Okay. So we decided to go outside. And when we step outside, this I is the greatest part. I remember one of the first of things that I saw. I don't remember. Before we did, all I remember is we were outside, we were having cigarettes. And I saw a ghost. And I didn't want to say anything, but I saw a ghost. This but not best. like a ghost, like a transparent person. More of like a, like a child in a ghost costume. Like a white sheet over just like walking. And, and I was we like, forgot what? it was Halloween though. Because we started seeing Power Rangers. We started seeing everything. And I was like, I am tripping out. And then we were all like kind of yeah, trying to keep it man. to ourselves. 
because I thought it was hallucinating and I didn't want to look like, like a lightweight. It took us like three or four costumes for somebody to break through and be like, it's Halloween, guys. And then one of us was just like, yo, it's Halloween. And oh, we're all my like, God. oh, my God. Imagine that, man. Four guys in their early 20s coming out of a basement all laughing that it's Halloween. It was... When we found out it was Halloween, our brains exploded. Because up to that, I literally saw bananas in pajamas. I'll yeah, never forget yeah, it. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh, was my like, God, man, my heart was beating. I was like, I am losing my mind. Buddy, that was the nutso like, of our uh, life. That, that, that was that one was of the, the peaks of my drug ever. youth. We're probably like 22, 23 here. Not even. Yeah. And then we, we probably ate pizza. And I remember the pizza that we got. So... <laughs> obviously dairy is bad for your stomach that's another thing like how we were talking about cbd can sober you up when you're too high on thc if you're ever too high on mushrooms which is why mushrooms is a great beginner psychedelic you can always bring milk with you so if you ever get too high on the mushrooms you drink some milk the milk will help coat your stomach and will tone down the mushroom high so if you ever need safety milk when you're getting high on mushrooms you can always do that but we were having so much fun on the mushrooms that when we went, went to order the pizza i was like the dairy, the cheese, will make us sober. So we ordered the pizza from Pizza Gigi's with premium <laughs> toppings and no cheese. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Right? And that's when we found out. We're like, yeah, no cheese pizza is also really bomb. That was a mushroom staple for us following that. We also used to fucking party in that basement, man. Being a young comedian is Talk one of about the whatever you want in that basement, by the way. Okay, yeah. listen. Man, I'm not going to bring up things, but you, uh, me, I'm very... I'll bring it in. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up, too. Mm -hmm. Listen, when we were young comedians, you grow up idolizing these guys, and you always hear the story of how drug-fueled L.A. was. That's a, that's a good way was. to put it, yeah. Okay, and you hear it, and you go, what? These guys are nuts. But, but this is like when you're Keeping 20. Keeping in mind, too, 21. yeah, at this age, too, we had a record player in that basement. That was the only way we were listening to music. So we were either listening to Rumors by Fleetwood Mac or Bad Out of Hell. Those were the only two records. Remember that? Man, that's We'd crazy. We, brought, we used we to bring some, like, George Carlin records over and sure. shit like that. And yeah. Remember we, and then we started bringing Richard Pryor albums over so we could do blow-off the Richard Pryor albums as right. a way to, like, honor him. Man, listen. Man. to do blow off Richard Pryor albums and get so high <laughs> that we would sit in my basement and turn all the lights off and listen to Richard Pryor and try and pretend that we were we there. We were in the comedy club so that <laughs> so because we, could, we couldn't experience it for real so you had to pretend that you were in a comedy club so, and you would hear the littlest things because you're now in the audience you're not right. a comic listen you're in the audience you'd we'll hear the people the laughing next to you and we would get ripped man. And it sounds like that's like that would be a positive experience like a bunch of guys doing drugs and just like we'd be laughing and we were just crying we barely laughed. We'd listen to Richard Pryor and just He's be like, so he was such, oh man, he was such a genius. I can't believe <laughs> you it. You wouldn't even be, uh, we he had so, MS. We so I can't happy. imagine. We were so happy to be comics. I still am, man. I still am. Well, it's at the end of the now, day, I'm you like, know. It's, it's, it's not even not that you're not happy because you're blessed. So it's yeah. a different type of happiness. It's, it's an acceptance of the happiness. Yeah. At the time, when you're like a 22-year-old comedian, you're not even accepting of your happiness yet. You, don't, you feel like you don't deserve it. Even though we were young killers, bro. And oh, now totally, I can look back man. and be like, man, we were young killers. We were building followings. We were doing shit that nobody did. We used to, we used to host shows in weed lounges. And you know there had been like uh, maybe one or two dudes doing that before us. A couple people done it at the hot box. Yeah. Like, but we, we, we were the first... I would say people born in like the late 80s, early 90s kind of trying to touch that generation and shit like that. It was fucking yeah. wild, man. Yeah. But we were trying to also honor those comics that we loved. George Carlin, oh, Richard, totally. Mitch. And still like on Richard Pryor. And, God, how uh, much fun did we have? Doing drugs at a young age. But that was the turn of like becoming comedy. a real comedian. For, Could you perform for on drugs? Us. 
Yeah, I f- name a drug that, that I haven't performed on. You know, what I did. I did. I did about? blow once and I performed and I couldn't do it. I never did it again because Body, I, I, I take my performances so seriously. Me and I know too. I but, I, high, I, but I, I, I had like I. That's why I had to stop and stuff was because I enjoyed doing stand up on blow. Ooh, for sure. Fuck, that's a bad. Buddy. And when I would do like, man. And I then when you do shows good, sometimes yeah. and do like an hour 20, an hour 30 and like, it's not like drug, like I could listen to it the next day and like I was smashing, but I wouldn't even do like material. Jesus. I get into stories and you just be going off because when you do blow, you just want to, at least me, I just want to talk and talk and talk and talk. That's why me and you were always such a good cocaine duo. Was I don't say nothing. You love to sit quiet and listen, and I love to talk. <laughs> you used to do blow, and you used to just rip the bong, and I would just be like, here's the thing, okay? And I'm not just saying that it's like all of the <laughs> yeah, banks, yeah, yeah. but some of them, you know? Yo, we were, we, we've always been good friends because of our yin and yang uh, personalities, man. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm as energetic as I am, also very quiet and weird. Well, because that's the same thing. It's like when we smoke weed, then I tend to like to be quieter and you get a little bit more louder when we smoke weed. So I we know. always do have that yin and yang. Man, and trust. we are the best FIFA soccer team of all time under Team oh Portugal. Oh, my God. We used to play as Team Portugal on FIFA Streets and FIFA. It just normal FIFA and destroy our friends. And nobody's ever touched us. <laughs> <laughs> what they didn't know is that it's just years of playing together and you just do that run and someone just sprints. Yeah. Whatever, man. We're not going to get into that. Listen. We gotta get into other stuff. Um, what, what would what would our friend what would our fans want to listen to? They probably want to know because we've been working together for so long. Yeah. What would some of the stuff? What was it like getting started? Uh, what was it like hosting weed shows at Vape on the Lake? Oh, it's incredible. Let me give a quick rundown to anybody who's listening. If you don't know, Paul Thompson hosted a show at a weed lounge that was in the middle of uh, what we call Lakeshore, uh, the Lakeshore area in Toronto. It's kind of like a dingy area, but this guy somehow managed to bring 40, 50, 60 people out every month. Mondays? Mm-hmm. Monday nights, this guy would fill out a shitty little old weed lounge that was like, at the time, you know, we didn't call it shitty because it was what we had. Yeah. But it, it, at the time, it was great. I still wouldn't call it shitty. I wasn't, man. I loved it. It really wasn't, man. It really wasn't. I just have so, so many angry memories near the end there yeah of just like i don't know bitter shit and i always feel so angry because at the time we didn't know how good we had it this guy was filling out weed shows mondays with uh 20 year olds 23 25 like in that and old people too that's the weird thing about doing right now because it hasn't gotten so mainstream and i don't know if you've noticed this too but doing all the weed shows that we do i find the fans that we get are either people our age or younger that are like fuck yeah i smoke weed too and then there's this gap, and then it's people who are like 60 to 70. Do you find that? Like with our podcast, we have young people that no love coming out. No one in their out. 40s is smoking weed because it was taboo in the exactly, 90s when they were I don't, in their 20s. We don't have fans like that. And then like you'll come to our show, and it's young people, people younger than us or people our age. And then there's always four or five people who are 60, 70, and they're like, I also like your podcast. Yes, and they get man. high, so they like listening to us because talk about our balls and shit because they're stoned. in drug use. Between like the 60s and 70s and then the right. 80s and, and the 90s show The baby boomers have a sensitivity, right? I don't know what the fuck it is. It's the 80s and 90s. Uh, right. These people were dressing in fucking reflective jackets and shit. I don't know what the yeah. fuck they were thinking. It wasn't about smoking weed at that time. I don't know what the fuck was going on in the 80s and 90s. Because if you listen the baby, to the music. It's the baby boomers. Because even like 1969 is like a summer of drugs. Yes, man. And even the 70s. But go listen like, to 70s records. You still got a hippy dippy sounds coming through. It's this 80s and 90s shit that changes it, right? The hard cocaine usage in the late yeah. 70s through the 80s. And then all it those got kids. got grungier. Well, 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 if you've ever done a lot of drugs, you know that there's a come down. That's what it is. The True. 80s, everyone's high. The 90s, everyone's coming down. So right. they're all grungy like, life sucks. Yeah, of course it sucks. You got no serotonin left, you yeah, fucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all done it. So, uh, <laughs> oh, buddy. Holy. But listen, man. But then what do you get after that? You get poppy shit because you're lazy. Oh, man. It's crazy how you can look at drug use through the uh, ages that way. Yeah. Listen, what, what music do you listen to, Paul? I listen to all like music. I like, I like a lot of. Who is your favorite artist? Stuff. Who's my favorite artist? Yeah. I don't even know, man. Honestly, like when I say that, you know, though, that I actually do listen to all music. Like, you know how much Bollywood I know, music why. I like. Remember, like we've had, like we've shuffled through. You gone on my shuffle, and like you know, I listen. To I don't want to fuck with your music. I listen to Spanish music. You I watch any to... of the Oscar things? It's an, we're recording this in in the vicinity of uh, Oscars. Do you uh, you watching any Oscar shit? Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't watch an Oscar? You didn't even watch no. 1917? <laughs> no, no. I mean, maybe I did, but I'm like. Maybe I'm not you would have known to the idea of reward shows in the past couple of years. Never of mind life. the award show. We're talking about healthier. the films. You fuck. So it doesn't matter. Maybe I did or I didn't. I don't want to know what it. people are nominating. I don't view art in that way anymore. God, that's so. You know? okay, tell me more about that. I, why? I don't. I don't like. I don't care what you know. A committee thinks about something or anything. I'm asking you. Did you watch a film? I don't care about your committee. You so which film? Started. 1970. No, I didn't watch it. All right. It's, you, it's all one shot, Jesus, right? you artsy-fartsy prick. You're so fucking funny. I'm going to punch you Hey, in do you dick. still have that painting that I gave you years ago? Yes, man. It's in our bedroom. That's hilarious. Yes, man. It's actually behind our TV because it's just where it's always been. But it also has like a layer of dust because it's kind of high and we can't get to it. And what it, what is it again? What did I paint? You actually gave me what I imagine is a practice canvas of like an alien and corners painted in black and red. It's very abstract. It's very acidy. Yeah. There's not much structure to it. it. It looks just like a practice canvas that you were having fun on. Yeah. Probably. I probably put my whole heart into it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, listen, man. Listen. Do you, do you do you want to talk openly? I want, I want to talk about. Do you miss doing drugs like we used to do drugs? No. Why Bec- not? Because. I can't um, believe that. That's there's true. a high that you get. And I'm not even joking, bro. When you accept that you've, ex- I, I, I didn't. I, can't, I know I, what I, you're talking about. I yeah, can't do right. drugs responsibly, so right. I had to accept that I either did them once in a fucking blue moon responsibly, or I didn't mm-hmm. do them at all. Yeah. And uh, I pretty much don't even do them at all anymore. I started off with that blue moon shit, where I was like, I'll do them once a year. But you know me. This is truth. This is on record. I didn't do blow. I did Hollywoods. I did oh, I did yeah, lines yeah. on pages. I did record corner to corner. I used to enjoy this blast. 100 percent I, I used to do you... that with mushrooms and acid. I don't do one tab, I do three tabs. I don't yeah. do one gram, I do five grams of mushrooms. I love drugs in excess. Thank God I don't do fucking like heart stoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, I mean for Christ's sake. No, it's once you've experienced that with cocaine, especially, Bro. you're never gonna be, go back to like just doing key. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I met a beautiful woman a few years ago. You know that, you know, D. Yeah. D saved me. I came from a weird situation with my ex and where I was doing lots of drugs and living this weird life. And then uh, D comes into my life. She saves me. She doesn't really she doesn't do drugs. Mm-hmm. But when I had met D, she hadn't even done any hallucinogenics. She just smoked weed. Right. And then I introduced her to some acid and some mushrooms. Cause I, I right. promised her that she would like it. And she did. Thank God. But she you doesn't do it I anymore. think about too with like doing, but, yeah. doing drugs with girls in the first part that I get paranoid. What? We don't need to say who, but remember you went on a One date of, and, a, and a girl passed out because you guys smoked weed? Oh, awful. And she passed out at the movie theater. Do you remember that? Yeah, she greened out at a theater while we That's were waiting so, in line for popcorn. I still think about that, Mike, like once a week. Can we tell and that any story? Time, please tell, that tell it. And I'm saying this. Uh, Do you want me to tell it? Tell it like I used to tell it. You can like, tell it like it's a nightmare to me. Anytime I'm now smoking weed with a girl who I'm just starting to talk to, I only think about that story and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking green out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to green out. I'm going to wake up and she's going to be like, I don't think this works out. You know what I mean? Okay, man. So I smoke a lot of weed. I smoked. I, I always smoked a lot of weed. I always rolled big joints. Go on a date with a girl. You're going to roll a, yourself a normal size joint. You're, you're just rolling you're yourself a cannon. You're going to roll up what you normally roll. But what I normally roll is already big dupes. Right. So I roll up a big dupe. Spark that up for the homies. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, <laughs> uh, but listen, man. So I spark a dupe. I go on a date with this girl. We smoke a dupe before the, the, the movie. Mm -hmm. We get to the movies. She's good. She's laughy. She's giggity. Yeah, yeah. But we stop talking... For what? A couple seconds we're in line. You know, you're looking up at the, the, the choices on the thing. Man, and this girl, you know, you look over, you're like, so what are you going to get? Hey, what are you going to get? Okay, and this, this is still her just standing? And she's standing and staring at me in my eyes. And I'm like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> I can see it now. And she starts just, oh my God, how have I not told this on stage? And she starts dead eyes staring me. And now I'm like, man, something's wrong. So I just kind of grab her and I go, hey, and you, you, you have to shake someone. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, do yeah. you shake someone in that moment? I don't know. But you do it naturally. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even do I just went, hey, are you okay? And she's still on her feet. Dead eyes on her feet. But now she starts to collapse. She falls into you. Uh, and now I have to like, not just falls into me, dead falls. Like dead falls is when the knees collapse and you got to hold on or they're just yeah, going to yeah. fucking spontaneous trust fall. Dude, spontaneous like, trust All fall. Right. All right, this is it. So now I got to grab her and I start picking her up and kind of moving her to the side of like a hallway where there's nobody and everybody's watching me grab this girl who looks like she's passed out or drugged. I don't know what the fuck they thought, but everybody was watching like people pulling like their purses closer to them. You think shit. so? Dude, it's creepy at first. That's... It only became nice when the security guard came over and they heard what was happening. I was like, she's passing out. We got to help her. <laughs> Somebody get her some water and then so i knew what the fuck was going on and she woke up and she didn't know what was going on and she woke up to me just going you just passed out in a movie theater but nobody can see you because i picked you up and i brought you to like a little hallway it's just me and the security guard i remember guard. you telling me that and i remember and at the time thinking the same thing i'm thinking right now that's so so sweet <laughs> that's what i did it's such a that's such a heartwarming part because of the story. i brought her there and i put her to the side and i had i, I dealt with people passing out on week because i've been smoking weed for so long of course. So, so many times at our shows and still dude, at our shows this stuff they still, still happens. happens i know so dude that happened this week on my Friday show at, at Vapor Central. A guy did a dab and he started puking and like twitching in the back. Okay. Oh man! So yeah. listen, then this lady passes out. I, I wake her up to that. We get her some juice. Security guard is like gushing over me. This dude was like, "Man, you you guys are so cute, man. You guys don't know, man. This guy, man. This guy just I seen the whole thing. I was standing over there. I was like, "What's this guy doing? What's this guy doing? What's he doing with that girl?" <laughs> and this guy was saving you. It was so nice, man. And I was like, "Thanks, brother." He was like, "Man, you're the best, you guys. You guys need something right now. I'll go get it for you." And I, we just we got like some popcorn and shit. What a first date. Yeah, yeah too bad it turned to out to be the worst. Oh yeah. First. No, <laughs> no kidding. But um, listen. you know what happened to me at the. Uh, so we're used to seeing this happen all the time. Yeah. And uh, I don't even know if I should say this. It's not funny, but whatever. We're stoned. I don't give a Sometimes fuck. Sometimes I just like telling Nintendo. It's a podcast. Stories. Tell whatever the fuck you want. Okay, so I didn't really say this a lot. And I haven't I'll Tell never talk about story. this. Tell that time we killed that guy. <laughs> no, okay. So I was at the gym three months ago. <laughs> and uh, I was in this area of free weights. And there was a guy, and he was probably late 30s, early 40s, really jacked, dude. And he was doing this workout where he was holding on to the bench, and he was doing one arm like this, right? His arm for, like, your deltoids, your shoulders. And out of nowhere, this guy just drops the weight, 
and slowly collapses to the ground. Classic, bro. I've seen those YouTube videos. And I'm like, okay, this is standard. This is like a green out, you know? And I, uh, I go and I'm like, hey, man, you okay? And I'm doing like the standard stuff. But his eyes are open and they're really dark. Yeah, yeah. And I hear him make this like, <clears throat> like he can't noise. Breathe. No, not like he can't breathe. Like, bro, I'm telling you, when I looked in his eyes and he made this noise, I knew it was his last breath. No, as intense as that sounds. So now I'm like, yo, trying to get people's attention, you know? Hey, they hey. come over, CPR starts happening. No. Okay? And now people in the gym start realizing what's happening. Within no time, ambulance, naturally, everybody comes in, okay? And they're like, everybody outside, okay? So then everybody has to go outside of the gym and they're giving this guy CPR. Now we're all outside. We're all like in gym clothing and there's like 50 people outside this building, which also like five out of these 50 people of the douchiest people just literally continue their workout. I'm not joking. There's a guy doing chin-ups off the stairs. There's guys doing like sit-ups in the parking lot. Like really. So guys who are built like heroes, but mentally might not actually be heroes. Yeah. You're like, really? What are you guys doing? Then the police come out. They go, who saw it? Who saw it? I'm like, uh, me. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, you got to come in. No one, not even staff. No one's allowed in. Now I come inside. Oh, buddy. I'm like, this is bad. There's like chalk down. They're carrying this guy. And yeah, I have to say like what happened. And they're like, yeah, he died. This he guy just died. died beside me at the gym. Bro, I didn't go to the gym for like two weeks. And even when I went for like the longest time, like, I, I sometimes like getting high and going to the gym because it's like, you know, the body connection, muscle memory. I'd stop going to the gym in general. Man, I can't, I can't go to the gym high anymore. No more. Like, just don't go to the gym at all, bro. I know. And I'm just like, that's where it happened. Just get fat. Get chubs like Reeds. Eat some fucking <sighs> late night burgs. No, I like I like the staying. gym, bro. You just watch the guy die. I had never it's been smoking weed and watch nobody die. And then it happened like... Then I went to like it was my nephew's birthday. It was kind of tripping me out. There's a picture of like Mother Mary on his fucking thing, and he also did have a tattoo somewhere too. Somewhere I did, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah she's like, on the arm. I was like, you have her somewhere too. Yeah, this yeah, case yeah. fucked, man. You want to know why like, I have you, that, bro? So you're like some sort of religious beacon of death, bro. No, you know what it is. Why I like like the, Don't touch the Mother me, Mary. You, fucking beacon of death. you know, yo, it happened a lot. It happened again after I almost saw another like, man, that stuff just started happening to me a lot. And Jeez, it was, I, listen to me. People were collapsing around me. Why? I don't know. It's not me. I was on the train. Then I was like, I got to go home and see my family. This is tripping me out. So I went home to see, to see my nephew. And on the train, guy collapses. They're like, oh, we had to, like, right in front of me again. They're like, we have to pull over the train. Ambulance has to come on the train. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh I think God, you're supposed bro. to touch these people. You're not supposed to let them die. You got to touch them or something. I'm trying everything I can to help. Okay? Touch them. You're supp I've seen the movies. Like you're, you're like an angel guy. You're supposed to be like I you're did. not dying. I touched the one you're guy. You're not I dying, touched, man. I oh man, I touched the one guy. The Kiss way him. his his body <laughs> jiggled when I was trying to wake the guy up. But anyways, moving on. We won't need to talk about that. But I just know, when you're I guess I'm making jokes. Isn't that crazy though? No, because I can't fucking let you make. You jokes know how hard it was to say that story and not make jokes. No, I gotta make them for you. I'll let you tell them. I know because it's actually a real story, so I don't want you know. Remember <laughs> not over. <sighs> Do you know why I got the why why I have the Mother Mary tattoo? No, why? Sometimes people go like, but is it because I like are you Catholic? And I'm not Catholic, right? But I have this, and that's because I like paintings of Mother Mary. That's one thing. I'm just a fan of it as the art. But yeah. also there was an era in before the Renaissance type thing, and during the Renaissance, certainly, like 
1300s to 1400s and, and around like this whole time. But okay. that's the, the time that I really study, we'd say 1400 to 1600 is my favorite era of art. All but right. even prior to that, if you wanted to be an artist and you wanted to make money, the only way to really make money, unless you were getting some rich people to commission you to do portraits, sure. was to, um, to get the church to pay you. So when I see pictures of like Mother Mary, it's not like I don't think about it in the in correlation to the story in the Bible or anything to do with being Catholic. I just literally like religious art and it's also inspirational to me because it's like my favorite era of art. If you were painting for the church, you made it. Do you know what I'm saying? So if I lived in the 1400s, I'd like to be a good enough artist that I got to one day paint a Mother Mary too. That's why I have the tattoos. That's why I like the images so much of Mother Mary. I can't fuck with that shit. But I, I know you're a Catholic you have, you have a pretty, like, yeah, you have, a, you have a, you're a hater on religion more than me. We've always known that. I'm a massive hater of religion. Yeah, you're Alex Jones but of religion also, and, I'm, and I'm like. You're that guy in the morning. What's his name, man? The guy who speaks to the thousands of people in the morning but he can't open his eyes, man. The Pope? Uh, you wish you did Guys. a pope look you went like this this what, isn't the pope what's the dude what's that guy man um, he speaks in the morning man fuck he, he has the jets and shit people always giving him crap joel oh, steen yeah, joel, joel Olstein. Uh, yeah. dude you're joel Olstein, and i'm a, uh, i hate religion so i gotta be somebody else it's not that i hate religion I'm, yeah, i grew I'm up joel. in a religious house That's what the, the fuck do you want me to do I grew I up in a religious house, man. Especially uh, Catholic. I find that a lot of people I know that grew up Catholic, if they're not hardcore devoted Catholics, seems over, bro. they're, they're anti-Catholic. I'm anti-religion. Of course, right? But me, I was like, my parents, I don't think my parents my believe is, in God. My wife is not religious. She's spiritual. So I'm over here talking shit. I'll talk shit about everything. But you're spiritual. I don't care about nothing anymore. Yeah, right. Bullshit. I know, I know, That's I such a lie. I know. I'm all about What happens when we die? What happens when we die? Oh, that's a good question. What happens when we die, bro? Honestly, Here's two, I want two answers. Okay, I me, want two answers. Give me two. I want your actual hypothesis, okay. what you truly think from the bottom of Mike Rita's heart, yeah. what you think happens when we die. Okay. And then your second answer is what, what you hope happens when we die. What I what what I think happens is that you you just die and that's it, dreams over. So you this gotta, isn't what you really think. But what I no yeah, way. but what that's I, not what you really think. Yeah, man. Bro, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, uh, you're think, going through life right now every day thinking that if right now you were to pass out, that's it. Yeah. It's over? Come on, Like, if Mike. I die, you get a couple seconds of, like, maybe something. But that doesn't scare you? Yeah. That's not horrifying? Yeah, but that's why I push so hard every day to just do the best. That's why we, we got the little girl at home. That's why I bought my dad a car. Just in case I die tomorrow, I get all that shit off my chest. Did you find when you had kids that you got less scared of death because a part I, of you is living on? I'm, not only am I not scared of death because I have kids, I'm not scared of death only because, only because if you fear death, you can be manipulated by things then. Yeah. You can be manipulated. It's like you're putting it, you're putting your energy out in the universe. Yeah. Like what the guy scared, said earlier man. about the piano. You right? can't Right be now scared. where we're recording is a really cool studio. It's fucking beautiful. Man, and the guy if has I some die really tomorrow, cool I got to be remembered as the guy who gave it his all. Bro, this guy was producing. This guy was writing. This guy was So you're was grinding performing. for that. I hear you. I'm grinding for the everyday. And I'm not even going to lie though. What that also does to my mentality is it creates un healthy habits i don't give a fuck about certain sure. relationships with people but then i don't give a shit about um my eating habits sometimes because like, you don't fear death is what you're saying yeah because i don't give a fuck so after having a kid would you say that you fear death more or less i want to make it to 70 so i can see some grandkids of course right and then when i make it to 70 i'm gonna regret then i'll regret it but it's okay then you'll already, regret what 
I'll regret that I didn't maybe leave a little healthier or exercise more. I don't fucking know because I'm going to go to the doctor and the doctor's going to be like, hey, bro, you know, because you ate Joe Louis yeah, all the I time think, at 2 in the morning. Look I at don't your heart. think like the healthy stuff for me, like I said, like I go to the gym, I try and eat healthy. I'm a very healthy guy, actually. And none of that comes from me wanting to live to be 70. These are all for instant results. If I go to the gym, it calms my anxiety. Honestly, bro, These are all things that I need day to day. Since day one, I've always picked up when I was a single young man. I always picked up chicks without going to the gym. No, I know that. Based on who I just was I as a that. dude, okay? Yeah. So I never felt this natural urge to improve myself. But that's not for that, me for picking up chicks or anything. No, no, no. I'm but telling you it's for dealing with anxiety. That's probably that's good, the number though. one reason why I'm staying healthy. You know how I, I deal healthy. with anxiety, though? I, I took the cheap way out. I, I smoke weed. But that doesn't help And me. I just relax. Does smoking weed legitimately calm your anxiety down? Bro, if, I wish Danielle was here. Danielle won't even go out with me some places unless we smoke some weed. Right. Like, if we're, if we're going to, like, a family function and there's my cousins and shit, she'll yeah. be like, hey, 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 have you gone high? Yeah? Because you're going to see all your cousins. You're going to see all your family. You're going to get rowdy. You're going to give everybody hugs. Just go. Go smoke a joint. Relax. So you can talk to them normal. I get really hyped when I don't see people I haven't seen in a long that? time. You want to do a competition? Who can roll a better joint? But we'll keep talking you, the whole time. You think you can roll a better joint than me? You but while talking, we have to roll them at the same time. But I didn't even roll this in competitions for competition. Oh, unless sake. you want me to co compete with this one. You're going to compete with this? Okay, you want to both start from scratch and then we'll see who does the better one? No, because then I'm going to take it so seriously and you're not going to fuck around. No, no. You want to you want, roll a fucking joint. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Fucking roll your joint, you fucking... We'll see what happens here. He's fucking scared. I don't think we've finished a single thought this entire time. You're not supposed to. Beauty, this is a stoner podcast. Stoner yeah, what the fuck do these people want listening? If you're listening and you want us to finish a thought, go fuck yourself. Listen to part two. We'll finish the thoughts of all of part one. That's so funny. <laughs> That's a that's our a podcast of guys who quit smoking weed called Finished Thoughts. Finished Imagine Thoughts. That. Wow. <laughs> and it's, it's an anti-cannabis <laughs> podcast. So let me tell you about Finished Thoughts. I opened a business. I didn't just think about it. When all we right? were young, you I know, executed. we were stupid. We smoked a lot of pot. We did a lot of <laughs> dumb things. That could have ruined my life. Marijuana could have single-handedly destroyed who I was. One I didn't even believe in life after death. Dude. But now I do. I'm Mike Rita. This is Finished Thought. This is Finished Thought. <laughs> no, one of my favorite things I ever heard was uh, yeah, if you go watch old Oprah episodes, there's those Nazis <laughs> that she brought on. Remember yeah, those guys? I remember and that. And then they come back like, tw like 20 years or 15 years later and they're like family men and they're nice dudes. <laughs> right. And they're like, I've actually had the Nazi tattoos <laughs> removed. I'm really sorry, man. I actually, I have black friends now. And yeah. it's so fucking... And Oprah's like, you see that? Yes. <laughs> My friend did a cover up on somebody. He's a tattoo artist, and he did a cover up on someone's swastika tattoo of the most ironic cover up of all time a Black Panther. Nice. Isn't that fucking beautiful? Good. That is the most beautiful art thing. See, that's what art's all about, though, is covering the pain with something beautiful. Isn't yeah. it? That's what I was saying. That's why that period of time, although crazy or whatever, was so essential to us as comedians because that era when we were doing cocaine in my basement listening to Richard Pryor on vinyl is what took me for, like that's when we became comedians it's, Do you know what I mean like we were funny stupid. before Doesn't that sound stupid yeah but, it's it, the truth. but we were funny before and we were doing like we were able to do a good show for audience we were able to be like good put on a good show but that era allowed us to like open up our heart and share it with an audience I don't even care anymore because I'm past it but we did so much drugs constantly, night after night. We'd yeah. go do shows. We'd go back to the house. We'd do some shrooms. We'd smoke some weed. Maybe we'd do a couple little bumps. Maybe yeah. we'd do some MDMA. Yeah. And then we would order some pizza. And the guy would show up, and we'd be so happy like a bunch of fucks. Yeah. Ah! And the guy would walk in. He'd just pace around <coughs> listening to rumors. Uh, just, I actually watched Fleetwood Mac live a few weeks ago. Fleetwood Mac is just... 
You know, Incredible. Stevie Nicks killed it. She pointed at us. You know, Stevie Nicks cocaine story. <laughs> In the 300s. Story? Remember what we? You, uh, you might have been the one. I don't remember nothing. I want you. Remember guys... Stevie Nicks with the, the the straw? Oh my God! Stevie no. Nicks did so much blow that she fucked up her nose that she couldn't do blow up her nose anymore. So when she was on tour, she hired somebody to blow this cocaine up her ass. That's oh how man. That's the story goes. Oh, I'm okay with that. I'd be okay with that job. <laughs> I 100% would. Stevie Nicks would. ass. In the peak of Stevie Nicks, am I right? I was born in the wrong era, dude. I yeah. should have been that guy. <laughs> I should have been the guy blowing, blowing his Stevie Nicks' ass, I man. What's glad. that guy doing now? He's actually still on tour with Taylor Swift. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> needs a, a little blow in their ass. Yeah. That's actually Taylor Swift's new song. Everybody needs a little blow. And they yeah. The best we could do is Willie Nelson. You needed a job. You actually have to blow it into his colostomy bag. Oh, <laughs> oh my, God. my God. And it mixes with the shit. <laughs> can we be, can we swear? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Willie Nelson, so what, shit bag. What were we talking about? There's not a chance mm-hmm. we'll remember. What were we talking about? Who cares? Richard new Pryor. topic. Look, oh, new topic, yeah. man. Okay, new topic, man. Um... <laughs> uh, pressure's on okay wait you, what you, do you hope you didn't finish that question before. oh man what do you hope so happens? yeah i think we just die die okay probably yeah. i don't right? believe you but i think we just die die i don't believe you 100 well, this is what i hope i believe i don't believe you, you that believe that's what my you really hope think. you're gonna believe in my hope okay i wake up every morning and i look in the mirror saying that i today i will believe in my yeah so hope. did the guy from sugar ray or whatever so who cares? <laughs> every morning <laughs> yeah. i can believe in retail yeah, every morning he was doing shit too yeah you know mcgrath so listen what i hope though happens when you die mm-hmm. and this is for real is that when you get to heaven you find out where all your lighters went you know what I'm saying? Reach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am going to knock you out. If you don't take my deep philosophical... <laughs> I thought all we were right, getting right. deep, creating okay. something good, okay, and now wait, you're going to do I'm, I'm the comedic, 2008 I'm Reach bits. I'm the comedic bits. voice. I'm the comedic voice. <laughs> that is one of my old bits. <laughs> I'm like, this son of a bitch. This guy's do doing old teenage <laughs> bits of his. All right, listen. So when, I, when you die, what I really, really hope <laughs> is that you actually get to just kind of... You get to learn the meaning of existence, <laughs> like in the universal energies, you know? Like, what is the universe? <laughs> Lazy river of a human being. When I die, I hope that we all <laughs> intertwine with the souls we are and the souls we once more. <laughs> Fuck you with your cop-out answers. I don't know, because I never... I hope we find out who I, really was behind 9-11, because it certainly wasn't... Lie. Listen, the reason I don't actually have a real hope answer, I'm just giving you lazy stoner reads answer. It's because you're scared. Is is because I've kind of accepted that probably nothing's going to happen. It's so not. I don't even give it thought anymore because I got to focus on other shit. That can't be possible, man. <laughs> I swear to God. You it's only because you think of death you know in such a different way than me. Yeah, but you know when sometimes, like... I wish Danielle was here to confirm this because she's like you. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so scary. Danielle's terrified. If Bro, my, my, my earliest wife memories be, are being dude. like four years old and sitting in my bed and thinking about how deep space goes and thinking about does it end and it no. makes my stomach hurt to think about I infinity. think space is like a multiverse thing. I think it's like our universe isn't even the only universe. It's like one of like right. trillions of universes and there's other pizzas and Reeds is doing podcasts, eats right now. So what, there's parallels to who we are? Probably, who cares, right? It's infinite. I don't, who cares? It, I care. If that's true, if that's true, I can then only we can care. access those parallel universes. Then you can access only... things like Click, the Adam not... Sandler movie. Never seen it. <laughs> no, I stopped watching Adam Sandler after Happy Gilmore. Listen, you never seen Click before? No, I seen Mr. Deeds. Click's a no, good film. Listen, 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 man. 
Listen, you watch that new Adam Sandler film? You're trying film? to talk about the Oscars. You want to talk... You, now we're talk, getting into motion pictures. You want to talk, you wanna talk motion gems? pictures? Let's talk un- click. Oh, Uncut Gems. That's good, too. Yeah. Did you watch it? I thought we were talking click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it. It's fantastic. So you watched Uncut... It was fantastic. It's incredible. Can oh I tell my you God, what my I favorite thought it was thing so about garbage. Uncut Gems is? Oh my you God. thought it was garbage? I thought it was so lazy. I thought Kevin you Garnett protect- was garbage. I thought Adam Sandler was reaching. I thought... Um, the story could have like, what am I watching? No, so what? He wants not. to buy a rock. Kevin Garnett was garbage. First of all, yeah. Kevin Garnett. So was the weekend. First of all, yeah, maybe the weekend. Kevin Garnett is an athlete. If Kevin Garnett was garbage in this film, he would get a pass. Nobody's ever expected in the history of time for an athlete yeah, to he be gets a, a good pass. actor. No, he gets a pass. And pass. Kevin Garnett was not bad in that movie. He was no. fantastic. He's better than OJ Simpson in like Naked Gun. So there's Is he that. a naked gun, O.J. Simpson? Yeah, O.J. Simpson's a Fred, uh, Frank Dredd. You know I lived in San Antonio during the O.J. trial? What? Wait, what? Bro. Do you know how crazy that was? Are you the white glove? <laughs> the glove was black. Reed. If you knew anything oh, about the O.J. trial, brush up, brush up in your 90s American I know, history, please. I can please. picture the dude holding the glove right now, but it's because you're white. and You want to make this a, a race thing? Is that what you're trying to do? Listen, <laughs> in the movie Uncut Gems, O.J. Simpson, who's played by Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Kevin Garnett's amazing in Uncut Gems. But why? who cares about this rock? Why do we care? Why do I care? What movie did you see? If you don't think that was I a good movie, what ones. movie did you see that you thought was good? I watched good? Parasite. I watched 1917. Is Parasite really good? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'll watch it Because tonight. you watch it, and then you're like, Uncut Gems doesn't have a chance against these fucking theatrical yeah, masterpieces. I'll, I'll watch I won't, it don't, no, I won't say shit about Parasite. Cause you, and even just that people about Parasite ruins it. Listen. Okay. Yeah, 1917 is just yeah. a war movie. The thing about 1917 isn't the movie. It's not the story, bro. Fuck the story. I hate Let's story. Let's not talk about movies, though. We're, we're trying to do timeless shit here. You want to do Let's timeless shit? Let's talk about timeless shit. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If Remember Pryor that time listened- we did it out of Chris <laughs> Robinson's ass because our nose wasn't working, so he farted it into our sinuses. Do you know what the greatest thing, though, about Richard Pryor was? It is that, that he turned... That's what made me realize what comedy was, was seeing him turn pain into funny shit. No, man. I tell that joke about hitting my dad hitting me, and every time I do it, I think about Richard Pryor. I have so many jokes that I... Bro, it's so it, listen. It's wait, life changing. What the fuck has comedy been for you the last few years? I don't know, man. Because you've been part of a, a movement in the in Toronto, if I may mention that. Paul Thompson has been part of something that the Corner Comedy Club movement, which is the most raw and uncut comedy club in Toronto. Yeah, uh, it's up there with uh, any other comedy club in the nation when it comes to raw new talent mm-hmm. in a city. Mm-hmm. You've been part of that movement. What's comedy been for you? Have you seen a change? Absolutely. Especially in the past four years, I've seen a change. But exactly. it's like, you know, you know talking about? because right, like, you know what? Right now, comedy has to be for me, which is probably why I'm doing things like painting and a lot more and stuff. And, I, and I'm painting in a sense to get better at comedy because what it's very important for me, I'm a straight white guy, right? Holding My, it our down. Ti- our time right now, it's not it's not the time for us. What? The iron is not hot for us. Iron's hot guy. for the white guy all the time. My right brother straight. But you, have, you have the Portuguese thing going, right? I'm hip. So for me, it's like a lot of people are getting opportunities, deserved a lot of the time, and sometimes Ooh, in my but the opinion, white guy's not being deserved. left behind, eh? Not that, but it's like I'm not there's a lot of things that are booking things in, in categories right now, right? So for me as a straight white guy, I'm not uh, I need to find out who I am. You know what I mean? So right now it's like a thing about focusing more on no one gives a fuck about just a funny white guy. Wait, let's hold this. Hold this. This is going to be part of our podcast. Welcome to the Hot Rip with Mike and Paul. Paul's got a hot take right now, Paul. 
And the hot take is that white guys aren't getting their fair share anymore because... I, I No, I didn't say... I'm saying I'm not. This is the This is the mainstream media, and I'm framing it how I want to <laughs> yeah, frame yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get all like... Paul Thompson says women not, aren't not funny. Not when I'm high. Paul yeah. just said women aren't funny live on television. Is that I what heard you think? It. <laughs> of course I'm married I didn't say it out loud <laughs> Of course women are funny I'm married and I have a daughter They're the <laughs> Women are the most annoying things I've ever met in my life But uh, uh, Reet That is The most dad joke I've ever heard you make In I'm our entire friendship our I'm entire a fucking friendship. dad What do you want me to do? Cut myself in the eye with a filter <laughs> Listen <laughs> <laughs> Struggling to get back to edgy Reets. I used to be the edgy guy Reets. I used to be edgy Reets. You should have never cut your eye with the what, filter What, you think I won't eat the bong? Oh, you think I won't eat the bong? Who's your dad now? Reets, please There's glass everywhere I used to have an earring Now, uh, no, for you real did, Listen eh? Yeah, I still do I lost it but yeah, I took my <laughs> earrings out too the last time we ever did cocaine, we oh. took our <laughs> earrings out and we decided to become fathers. <laughs> well, you have a kid too, though. Hey, uh, Carter? <laughs> yeah. You're the real father. That's why we brought you on here to expose you that you're the real father of Chris Robinson's baby, even though it looks just like Chris. <laughs> All right, chill. We're getting real chill right now. I'm going to take out my shoes. He was supposed to do this on the start, eh? Start? We just got started. Welcome to the Mike Reader Podcast. <laughs> my host... Uh, my host to this week my host you know how they do that on podcasts they leave a little you know we'll chat for a little bit to make it seem casual and then we go okay and we're imagine that podcast takes 40 minutes that's really what we did you know what I, mean? I told you about seeing a guy die that was just a warm-up here we go hey thank you to slip on slippers the slipper company out of cincinnati for our slippers today <laughs> why, why waste time with sponsors when it's not even a real sponsor <laughs> the slip on slipper slim cincinnati company is real slim cincinnati <laughs> And we want to thank our people with the diet milkshakes from Slim Cincinnati <laughs> as well. <laughs> Those are from Brooklyn. We want to thank Reitz's uh, personal brand of commons, condoms that he likes to wear, Slim Cincinnati condoms. Actually, Slim Cincinnati like condoms for the slim dick in you. Make sure for the slim dick in you. <laughs> Why did you point at me after slim dick? Because I said it was your personal brand of condoms. Wow. We you started the podcast, you, you, and it's now the roasting hour. Welcome th- back I'm to the roasting hour. I'm having a roast. Hour. You got to come roast me. This so is Bully Reeds, and I'm Bully Pete. Oh, fuck. I ashed on my shirt. What's the worst thing you ever ashed on? Oh, buddy. Okay, I'm gonna ask Can you I a tell you a of, story? No, don't. I'm going to ask you a bunch of quick questions right now that are weed-related. No, 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 no. Let me tell you this ashing story. What then. the... F- <sighs> All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mike Reader Podcast. This is the ash story. This is story. the worst thing I ever ashed on, okay? So I was at a party when I was in probably... Grade 11. Okay. Okay. And uh, just doing my classic thing, freestyle battling, cool guy. Everyone knows I'm good at hockey. Are you going to give us a taste on the podcast of your freestyle? Are you going to freestyle about this shit? No, no, I'm retired. And then, um, so anyways, we're in the garage and we're all smoking weed in the garage. And there's this attachment that can go onto the bong. This is an example that you've probably seen one. You put it on and it leaves two hoses. So then someone can light it, and we can both hit the ball. Fuck yeah. And then there's an opening right here. Do you know what attachment I'm talking about? So me and my buddy are ripping this bong two ways, okay? And we pack the bowl too big. And watching us hit it is this girl in one-piece dress, all white. So we start hitting the bong, and I take too much of a hit of weed, and I start coughing, but I'm a fucking rookie, and I cough into the bong. When I cough into the bong, it causes all of this dirty bong water and all the ashes to shoot out and, of course, go all over this girl's white dress. 
So she's now covered in ashes. I'm stoned out of my mind. I'm in grade 11. I'm like, uh, sorry, whatever. You know, my bad. We How embarrassing. Clean it up, but it doesn't matter. She's still st stained, right? Then later on that night, me and my buddies at this age, we used to like to go to like pools in our neighborhood and, and go pool hopping. Where so, are you, a fucking skater in California? 100%. Yeah, I literally was skateboarding at the time, doing graffiti and love to pee on things. You did grow up in New Orleans. So... Me and my buddies go to go pool hopping and there's like six or seven of us and we'd all like, we'd go to like, we'd put our like, get down to our boxers, put our clothes and stuff like near a tree nearby, climb into the person's yard, jump into their pool until they turned on the lights and then we'd be like, oh, I gotta get out of the pool and then we'd be running in our boxers. What a rush. I know, we're idiots. So we do that one time, <laughs> we do that one time and all of my buddies are like, there's a guy coming, go, go, go. And there's a guy coming to get us out of the pool and all of my buddies go jump, jump, jump. And they all jump over the fence perfectly. And as I jump over the fence, my boxers get caught and I'm like, oh no, no, no. And the guy's coming closer. My buddies are running away and I'm like, help, help, help. And I don't know what to do. So I have to make a game time decision. No. Rip my boxers off. Fat dick, everyone can know. <laughs> so I rip my boxers <laughs> off. Now I'm butt naked. I just start running. I'm telling you, bro, as I'm running, we're in like this park. I'm butt naked. I run into the girl. No. There's a girl holding hands with her boyfriends. I'm butt naked. And this girl's standing there in a white dress covered in ashes. I literally stop. I look at her. I go, sorry. <laughs> I just keep running away naked until I found my friends and had to like borrow some boxers. I never had a fun life like that. Buddy, I still have a fun life like that. And I, we still can. We're doing it tonight. Reets, reets, reets. No, all the pools are frozen. I never had fun as a kid. I grew up very sheltered. Can you imagine if we got famous and we were like two of the biggest comedians in the world and then we did that and we got booked? Would people respect it? If all of a sudden two of the most famous comedians, we just get caught for... That just wouldn't look pool? good. Yeah, we ran into someone's pool and we were swimming in their pool. Famous comedians, Mike Rita and Paul Thompson. Why found the swimming fuck in am I swimming pool. in someone else's pool? I'm famous, bro. Come swim in my fucking pool. Come smoke some weed. Bro, let's go right, do some mushrooms. people were like, why were kids, you in the bro. pool? And we were like, because we just, it was a rush to be in someone oh, else's rush. pool. A <laughs> rush. You know what's a rush? A three-piece band from Canada, bro. Neil Peart, right? rest in peace. Neil Peart. Drum it up. Were you sad when Neil Peart died? I don't give a fuck when nobody dies, bro. Man, you're a really badass dude, eh? Has anyone ever told you that? Nah, I got my two. Rising just enough so everyone I don't knows. care when celebrities die. They're not going to go anywhere anyway. Reads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, that's my slogan. When you die, you go nowhere. So fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to make stickers. When we die, nothing happens. Slap that on your board, Tim. I'm not even a badass. You know what I am? You're I'm, a dad ass. <laughs> I'm the good dress. Making. Listen, when I make jokes, I don't make them. Because I'm high, I bake them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what if I had said I wanted to hit the bong? Yeah, you want to hit the bong? No, I don't want we to. We have water. It. Oh, we do. I was gonna oh, say. you trying to call her bluff? And that's the I bluff of the week no, here no, on no, Mike Rita no, and Paul. No, no, no. No. Listen, bro, you're a fucking idiot. You fucked up. I'm not hitting the bong, though. Paul, you fucked up, bro. You're, you're hitting the bong. You tried to no, call me out. No, I'm just joints. Shut you up, said you. I pick one. Shut up, idiot. But I do want to see you this hit the bong. This guy's an idiot, everybody. This guy's from <laughs> Ottawa. Tell me your favorite memory from Ottawa. You don't have one because Ottawa's shit. It's a rose. It's a rose because you won't do a bong here. You ever been in Newfoundland? No, I haven't, but I'm But you've go. been to Ottawa? It's a fucking roast. <laughs> it's a fucking roast. I'm going to go this year to see the whales, though. See what whales? Have you seen whales? Your ex-girlfriend's swimming Okay, Reeds, leave my ex-wife out of this. She wasn't a whale. She was a pig. The she farm wasn't a wife either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. Listen to me, man. The people want to know the truth. 
there's this there's no way this is gonna be a real question. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm putting the pressure on for you now to ask a somewhat real question. How healthy do you still drink pomegranate juice? I absolutely still drink pomegranate juice. All right, and that's the end of our interview today, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> Paul won't even do a bong hit. Why? Because you grew up in Ottawa. And like everybody knows, not <laughs> I didn't grow up in Ottawa. Well, yeah, you're right. You grew up in Orleans. I a lived suburb I lived of Ottawa. There for a bit. You're but like I traveled all over. But you I'm know a who, traveling man. You know, you know who you are? You're Papa Doc. No. This guy's Papa Doc. Fuck a Papa Doc. Fuck wow. a Fucking trailer. Wow. Fuck everybody. To, to everybody. Hey, fuck you if you tried to doubt oh, me. Wow. Here, you know what? Tell these people something they don't know about me. You're going to try and eight mile me, bro? I'll that tell them something. my life. Paul Thompson was a, uh, a, a Juno nominated actor <laughs> somehow. I know it's a music award, but he was a Juno nominated actor in grade what? Eight for your sex ed stuff? Oh, for that show I did? So Paul had no, such a big dick 10. as a kid that they put him in a sex ed thing where the girls had to, they were like running away from your big dick or some shit in that ad, no? No, that's not true, but I did have a TV show. He did as a kid. He's, he's lying. He's a modest fuck, but I hey, did, actually, yeah. did we lose some weed here? That I wrote and directed and I starred in, and you're one of the only people that saw the footage from that. I've seen the footage and I'll never forget it. This guy has such a big dick that the girls in the <laughs> thing have to run away from it. And it was like on city TV. They're like, don't let your son, don't let your daughters go around yeah. big dick I, Ottawa I, I, kids. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, you do, bro. Just, just, just break character. But it know. sounds like now, like I'm trying to defend that. I should just <laughs> let you go off. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's not that big. Okay? I'm Fuck trying off. to set you up. Enough with the roast. Dude. <laughs> it's not that big. Ten inches is average. That's what my mom said. That was after the surgery, and I had four removed. The only reason your mother knows about ten inch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Listen, what was your sex ed show as a kid? Tell the people. I was on a show called Hormones. <laughs> <laughs> That I don't like talking about. <laughs> he doesn't like talking about it. So tell us a little bit more. But Dalton McGinty actually called me the arts representative of Ontario when I was 18 years old. I was <laughs> the youth arts. arts I have. I have. He signed it. He signed the paper. How do you think I got into Humber? This uh, is real shit, bro. Yo, so tell us more. I can't help it. I'm stolen. I'm having a good time. Listen, so tell me more. Um... Okay, you want to know one of the things about that show? <laughs> yes, man. You were on a, a kid's sex ed okay, show. It's fucking hilarious. one of the most embarrassing things. So yeah. No, yeah, tell us. I so know I'll that tell you got... tell you the, one of the most embarrassing things. He obviously things got cast because of his long... Okay, no, so, so I, I like wrote it and stuff. You've seen there's interviews with me on CTV and I, I acted. I was the main character in every episode. Our first episode was about how to put on a condom. Yeah. The second episode was about oral sex. Yeah. Why you should still wear a condom <laughs> when you have oral sex. This guy wrote and starred in his old, pretty much child. Our third porn. episode was about porn. like uh, not smoking weed. <laughs> was it really? I swear to God, bro, I can show you. Oh my God. My dad plays my dad in it. We got to get um, clips of this shit. I got like, they would fly us to like Toronto and they'd fly us Shh. to different places to do uh, talks about why weed was bad and me and my buddy would get high before them. Whatever. Come on, bro. Take the first um, ever hit out of the fucking Mike Rita sesh bong. Nope, that's way too big. It'll that little me. bong hit? Not it'll a chance. destroy you? Yeah, it'll ruin me. Ruin me. Do it. So, um, so then our show was getting pretty good and then our fourth episode was called I'm Not Gay. And uh, we needed one of the characters to be gay, and they said that they wanted my character <coughs> to be uh, somebody who like was thinking that he was gay. <coughs> and Typecasting. my town at the time that I lived in was like very big, like hockey town. So, you know, they're very homophobic and stuff. And I was like, nah, man, I was in high school. I was like, I'm not playing that character. I'll just get bullied. 
And then I remember my dad being like, you know, so many people have uh, <laughs> won Oscars for playing, you know, told me all the actors that got Oscars for playing gay characters. And then I watched the movie. <laughs> and none of them were actually gay, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then I watched the movie Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. And I was like, I'll do it. And then I'm going to be Tom Hanks. Yeah. Young me in grade 11 just took myself so serious as an actor. And I was like, I'll accept the role. <laughs> and then we made it. And, uh. Yeah, it was really bad, and I end up just getting bullied a lot. So <laughs> I should have gone with my gut and maybe not taken the role. But it's really it's. You got bullied a lot for playing a gay guy in nah, a TV not show. Not really. I was unbulliable because I was such a cool guy, similar to how I am now. You were now. unbullyable. I've seen your pop collars, bro. <laughs> this guy, this guy was part of the pop collar co like posse in like 2004. Yeah, I popped my collar a lot. Yeah, I you used did. to oh, when yeah, I was I young. That. Like 2002, 2003. You and Nathan McIntosh. Yeah, he did too. <laughs> Your father. Are you going to rip the bong? Do you still hit the bong a lot? You do. I right? only rip the bong at home. I'm a pothead father, so I have to uh, hit it in the hallway, which is far away enough from the living room, so I, can't see, I can see her and watch her. Right. And she's okay. Sometimes I just do it in the kitchen. She's two and a half now, so I don't really have to. You know, honestly, and she's my daughter, like walking a whole bunch now? <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. She could talk. If she was here, she'd be like, Dada, uh, the light and the camera, and Dada right. is the talking and the microphone, Dada, and she would touch it. And she, yeah, we so know smart. what kids sound like. You don't have no, to do the cringy baby impression. No, I'll do even a better one. Oh, <laughs> please, perfect. here. This will be fantastic. Is like, Dada? Is I have oh, man, this is hurting me so much. <laughs> like, it's gonna you hurt have even. to be a father to like think that's endearing or cute, whatever you're doing telling stories about cocaine and now you're just like dada the light brightens wait here's a good one dada <laughs> <laughs> is she british <laughs> actually she watches peppa pig i know my nephew too so he's like oh so you know about kids but i can't talk about my <laughs> our next guest is not paul thompson it's gonna be somebody with a heart wow at least i think we go somewhere when we die or eat where do you think we go do you want to know what i really think tell me what you think happens and tell me what you hope happens God, you were just dying for me to ask you this stupid... All right, here. I'm just going to sit back. Give us your fucking... What I think Give happens. us your shitty, long-winded... <laughs> Mike, I think our Mike, I'm really <laughs> glad that you asked. I'm really glad that you asked. I used to be just like you, man. Okay. All right. So, wait, wait. For real, though. Let me... Let me I, the other I got day a I met a kid named Matthew, and he really changed my life. I got a bullpack. <laughs> okay. Okay, go. Go. What I think happens... I don't know. I'm... I do too many psychedelics and my mind just is so creative that that answer changes day to day. What I hope happens, I'm glad that you asked. What I, where are those birds coming from? That's my phone. Can you hear that? Oh. That's what is that from? That's, that's my alarm. Oh, that's your alarm. That's so that weird. Might, that might even be my ringtone. Is that on the iPhone? No, I have a, I have a Huawei. The Huawei. This is going to be on our podcast, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I know, I know. My what do you mean, me, fucking idiot? You're the one that didn't turn your phone off. Why the fuck would I turn my phone off? Nobody calls me during the day. It's a Sunday. They know is I'm this thing going to keep going on now? Whatever. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it right. is. Isn't the whole intention of the alarm like it keeps going until you turn it off? It's not well, somebody calling you. Well, just continue your story. So what do you think happens when we die? Bro, I, I can't just continue... A story about what do you think happens when you die when you have birds chirping in the background. You got to figure that out. Okay. Turn the birds off. It's chirping me out. Oh, man. It's chirping me out. I'll just smoke this. Do you want me to keep talking, Reeds, or is this a small break for you? No kidding. Okay, sit down. 
It's really weird starting this podcast and you were here and now me being alone right now. I feel extremely lonely. I can't do this. I can't do this without you. I feel like, yeah. I feel like we were at a cool resort and we were both in the hot tub and everybody was looking at us and like those guys in the hot tub are sick. And then you got out to get water and now I'm just a guy that's just alone in a hot tub. <laughs> and you're like, keep being cool. Keep being cool, dude. You're hip. You want, you want some snacks? You want some treats? You know what? Some treats I will, treats? sure. I love Welcome it. back to Treats with Reets. Today we're talking Sour Patch Kids. I'll just give you a bunch. What's your favorite thing about Dairy Queen? Dairy <laughs> My favorite thing. The burgers. <laughs> What's my favorite thing about dairy? <laughs> Why? Are, you can't pick it for me. That's not candy etiquette. Do you want some treats and then you just give me the worst ones? No, I don't want any of the ones that you chose. Candy etiquette is you either go put your hand out and you pour it in. That and it's etiquette. That's not candy etiquette. Give me a fucking candy. What are these too? These are weird sour patches, but really good. Mm-hmm. What I think happens when we die, mm -hmm. what I hope happens. I hope that we go to heaven. Mm. And heaven is whatever you want heaven to be. And you can watch videos of memories from your past. You can talk to God and be like, what's a day that I completely forget and you, you know that I would want to relive? And he goes <laughs> this. What are some of my top 10 coolest moments? Show me five times when I almost died, but I didn't know. I've always wished that I could see like footage of that. And like there's footage that I have no idea. I was listening to music and a car almost just hit me. I'd love. So you can get what anything you want in heaven. You, you can talk to God. This is what I is. hope happens, okay? Now, how long does it last? I'll tell you. And you can see old family members that passed away and you can meet Tupac. This is what I hope heaven is. <laughs> then when you know you don't have to go up to god and be like god i'm ready to be reincarnated because i don't want anything forever that terrifies me i would love to forget everything and be reincarnated but it's also scary to give up on this life because i love this life i love everything about it you know so when i'm ready to completely forget this life and restart i don't even have to say anything something just knows it in my heart and before i know it poof, and all those memories are gone and now i'm a tiger and it's a new life and we just continue to do that until the end of time. Are you a baby tiger or are you a full-grown tiger? Yeah, you start as a baby tiger. Why would you do start you, as a full-grown tiger? Do you know you're So who was the tiger before? That I doesn't make any know. spiritual logic sense. But are, do you, are you aware that you are a human? No, you're not a human anymore. You're a tiger. But are you aware that you were once a human? No, you forget it all. But there's little things. So there's little things that you would kind of intuitively if i use that correctly remember like you would Which know humans I believe are humans kind of like might have been a thing i believe maybe we did have past lives yeah i'm cool with past lives which then makes me think about art in a deep way now check this out okay so despite what we do just to like make people laugh and stuff oh. you also got to put things into your art that are there just for you and the reason why they're there just for you is if my hypothesis is correct and we do live separate and it lives, is and we do live separate lives. When you die and you come back, let's say in your next life, you come back as a, as like a, a girl, right? Um, that girl might be listening one day to a Mike Rita CD, and you need to put little fucking stories for you in the future in that right now. Do you ever think about that? <coughs> like sometimes I put shit into my art because I'm like, a future me in a different life is going to look back on this art, and I need to put like these secrets in it for me. I'm not going to put the secrets in it for me. Do you know what I am going to do? 
I'm going to leave secrets behind. And if my daughter finds them, she'll know, I'll tell her that if there's an afterlife, I'll let you know through these little buzzing ways. I'll contact you somehow. That way she knows. Because it's not going to matter. My wife's going to probably die wow. or, or in and around my time. When are so you going like, to get that started? You got to get that started now. When I'm like older, you know, like I'll leave little like traces of things. And one day she'll just find it and be like, what the fuck? But it has to be simple because you don't know how much control you're going to have in this afterlife. So maybe just like teacup. Has to be tiny. And then if you can like access a teacup <coughs> one day, you just keep breaking the teacups. <coughs> it has to be something buzzing. And then she'll be like, I knew that was him. <coughs> it has right? to be something cool. Like, if she's just watching TV and it switches over to a Simpsons episode and she doesn't touch anything, it's me just fuck around. That's right. all I do, right? Me and my daughter's bond. Since she was a little, little girl, to put her to sleep at night, we watch Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. The Simpsons has a very nostalgic feeling for me and it it's reminds me of, like, home because I've yeah, moved around and I've lived in so many different houses and so many different cities my entire life. And Simpsons. the one thing that's been always there is The Simpsons. You know my favorite Christmas thing ever? Uh, like your favorite Christmas movie. People always ask your favorite Christmas it? movie or your favorite Christmas TV show. The one thing every Christmas that I have to watch that gives me the most warm Christmas feelings that I love is the episode of The Simpsons when Bart steals the video game. Marge not be proud. Marge season not be proud. three or four. Uh, and it would be an early episode because of when the season starts. So it'd also be episode like How do you know four. the title? You know the title. Marge that is the title. Not I watch be it every proud, year. bro. Marge not be proud. <laughs> bro, how do three. I know the title? If I was into tattoos, I'd have like a Homer tattoo and a Bart tattoo. You don't know, man. I'd watch nothing but The Simpsons. Yeah, the I've Simpsons actually lost fantastic. my mind. I don't even watch TV anymore. I'm the reason. What's I'm like your one favorite? Of, like, what's one of your favorite Simpsons jokes? Jokes? Yeah. There's a joke in um, Maggie Makes Three where Homer Simpson, where, where, where Selma and uh, Selma and her sister, I can't remember their name right now because I'm high, they, they find out that Marge is pregnant, mm -hmm. but they're not allowed to tell anybody. Mm -hmm. So what the joke is next is that it's them standing over a, a, a phone book and it starts with them looking at A. Aronson and it looks like it's them calling the first one and then it, 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 like, it cuts to them. Z All right, Zapowski, I thought you would like to know that Marge Simpson. And it looks like they've pulled the whole thing, but it's not. And then, and then they go, there they are, Zapowski and Anderson, the two biggest loudmouths in all of Springfield. There's no way home. But it's just, <laughs> and then the following joke is Homer speaking to Marge and, and it's him going, um, uh, uh, Marge, when that baby comes out, the first thing he's going to see is a man with a great job, referring to himself because he's unemployed. Right. And then Selma and, and her sister are listening outside, and they go, yeah, the doctor. <laughs> and it's just, man, Maggie Makes Three is my favorite Simpsons episode now. Even my as favorite is the best. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land. Ooh, great episode. Where they go, welcome to Itchy and Scratchy Land, where nothing could possibly go wrong. Ooh. Possibly go wrong. That's, That's the first was the thing that go wrong. <laughs> first thing that ever go wrong. Okay, 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 okay. Listen. Do you know what Garrett Jameson said to me two days ago? And no. wasn't trying to be funny? What? He came up to me in the middle of a show, and he's like, man, I was watching Family Guy. That show's so funny. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? what? And he's like, no, I was just like, and he just explained to me a joke from Family Guy. I was like, Garrett, what the fuck are you talking? Are you like the annoying kid in grade three? What? <laughs> Garrett Jameson so is my favorite. Like yeah, he's really funny, man. Garrett is hilarious. Listen, I we, before we, okay. okay you we won't, you're not gonna do a bong it for the people. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna keep smoking this joint. Get that joint going. Um, okay, we gotta do. Okay, let's each kay. ask each other legitimately a good question, or let's think of a good story, but kay. let's not end this thing bad. 
There's like no we way we gotta end, end this on a bang. You want we it have on ten a minutes left? I I hate to put the pressure on, but this is our closer. Our Do closer, and nah. this is the pilot episode. If we don't close strong, there's no hope. Okay. What's it gonna be? It's just gonna be this: the cold close. <laughs> been another this has been another cold close brought to you by labat blue if it's not cold close it and get a new <laughs> wife <laughs> a little bit of dad jokes there for you all right so we'll tell them the story about the time i parked in some guy's house yeah, okay, no, no we can't we can't tell that <laughs> yeah we can't um we have so many fucked up stories but we shouldn't tell the stories let's just shouldn't. talk about something that everybody can relate to what's a, what's a stoner thing that you think everyone can relate to that i we should talk about should we we should we talk about how we how we learned how to be good comedians in weed lounges and what that was like we can i did a weed lounge last night what was it like God, which one did you do name it i did uh brampton the weed the, lounge oh my brampton. god what was that like it's fantastic man it honestly is so fantastic yes you can still blaze and there's just like eight couches and just people watching you. And again, they don't laugh uh, the same way. But you can get them to laugh the same way. You know? I remember me and you doing shows back in the day. Wait, when we were doing so many. We didn't finish our thing. What was our thing? You only told me what you hoped happens. No, what you think happens. What no, that's you, what I hope happens. What is it? Yeah. You actually hope that you, you, you want Tupac and shit? Yeah. Oh, no, the, was it the animal one? Yeah, you're in heaven for as long as you want. And, and then, then you become an animal? Yeah, and then you come back. You want to just go to heaven and chill out and then that's it? You, yeah. you just want closure. You're such yeah, a closure. Bitch. Sure, closure and man, and life hold doesn't on to give it. you closure, bro. Yeah, I know, but like life is so legit. I Don't you see like, like fucking rats get their head ripped off by like peregrine falcons? And, and that's shit? it. It's over for them. It's over for them. Yeah, but if you did something, do you not think that that rat maybe did something bad in who's a past somebody life? Who, who's somebody? No, who? Who's no? No. Who do you think? Who's somebody who died recently? That little girl, Kobe Bryant's daughter. She's not. She's not. What the fuck? That little girl's so innocent. Because in the relation of the whole circle of what life is, you know, it'll make sense in her next life. No man, she That's already had a hope. sick life, man. I understand. You don't get the sickest life or you're you don't legit. See, that's the there's thing something about the balance and the, the things are all about balance and there's a way that a no, yin and yang works. And unfortunately for a yin yang to work, for there to be good in that yin yang, there needs to be equal amounts Come, bad. Okay, bro. No, that's not fair. So be thankful for all the good what, that you're good surrounded in, by so because silly. it might not be this good in your next life. What next life? There is no next life, bro. And I'm saying this is what I hope, Reach. Nobody knows. I know. Can I ask you a question? You ask me is whatever you want. We're homies. Would you rather fuck your mom or suck your dad's dick? Suck my dad's dick. <laughs> really? Yeah, without a question. I couldn't violate my mother like that, but I could bl really? close my eyes and suck my father's dick <laughs> and just oh never talk to him about it again and be like, I saved both of you. Get the fuck on with your lives. Yeah. Get the fuck on with your lives. <laughs> what do you mean, save both of us? Reeds, this is just a question, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said gun to my head, right? Nobody saw a gun. No, we just We were asking you hypothetically. No. <laughs> your dad's just putting on his belt. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> you don't even suck a gun. <laughs> you're not my son. You're not, you're not my son. Because <laughs> you don't my suck son would like have had your me busting way earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you're, um, what would you? No, I don't want to know. What would you rather do? You have you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, two sisters. You have two sisters? Uh -huh. Oh my God, you're fucked. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather face fuck your sister or eat your other sister's ass? Buddy. Face fuck your sister or eat your other sister's ass? And and, and sh sh there's no guarantee she washed it. 
Oh yeah, it's, it's spur do, the moment. I'd probably do the, the the first one. Oh my I god, you're gonna face fuck your sister, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. Other, oh my god, no, the other which one? one? But I'm not getting into that. <laughs> the fact you even made me think of that. That's the way. That's what the people want to know, so they can Google her. Uh, yeah, okay. His sister's actually this woman by the name of Riley, second yeah, name Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually watch many videos of her face fucking. Yeah. Now listen, okay, <laughs> listen, man. We, okay, okay. Give me a would you rather? Um, would you rather burn to death or drown? Burn to death or drown? Mm-hmm. Drown. No. Yeah, no. See, see, this is what's crazy. Both of them entail fun. Drowning to death, you probably had a good head time on, on the water. Boom, what a bad buzz. Mm -hmm. Drowning, you know, burning to death, probably sleeping in bed. Oh, my God, you left the oven on, you dumb idiots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're all dead. Do would I rather... you... I want to burn. I don't want to burn. I want to drown. Burning would, hurts. Would you rather have a motorcycle and you live till you're 70 and me and you are best friends forever? Or um, have I like a fucking have a sick car and you live to your 70 and uh, we're best friends forever. And when we die, what I hope happens actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Some of them can be lighthearted, too. What the fuck do I want to come back as a Would fucking Would you rather get to, get to kiss your crush? Every morning, kiss my crush from, from, <laughs> what, from what decade? Like my my child, like my my teenage crush. Okay, let's actually think of something like that, like heaven things. Heaven mm. things? You're okay. fucking okay. Okay, all right, would all right. You ra Wait, would you rather have infinite blowjobs? Okay, I love or how you said it like fucking a Sebastian Maniscalco joke too. Hey. Okay, I got one here. I would you rather hey. infinite fucking blowjobs? We're hey. talking grade it's A cozy. top. Scoozy, okay. <laughs> Listen, bro, infinite blowjobs. Wow, infinite blowjobs. I gotta say something about blowjobs. Too. Give it. You don't like them? No, I don't. I don't even know why. It's just this is. I don't even know why I'm gonna say this, but isn't it weird that like when you're good enough friends with somebody, you have conversations about sex, and then like sometimes I, I didn't even notice this until I'm saying this out loud. Say when you said blowjobs, I just remember for some odd reason you. Years ago, like seven years ago, you telling me something, I was asking you about your day, and you're like, I got a fucking real nice sloppy blowjob in the shower. <laughs> yeah, and I just, it like stung, it like stung in my memory. And now, anytime I get head in the shower, I, I literally can just hear you saying that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? You're like, where you like... Your buddy says something about like... Man, we were wild in our early 20s. We were dating some wild chicks, man. Yeah. I was in on it, though, man. I, I, I was watching all these hippie dippy hey, documentaries my of like Hendrix. You're the, one, you're the one that's married now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because... Some I, of us are still I'm a wild. Rocket. I was like a rocket, bro. I got in, I got out. It burnt out yeah. quick. And then now Let I'm me tell you, I chill. wish I got out. It's no more fun anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? The scene's when we're buddy. I, I wish I was married, to be honest. It sucks being <laughs> single in Toronto. It was fun at a certain age when we were just out there just ripping it. And don't get me wrong. I'm still out there ripping it. But it's like I'm out there ripping it in beer league now. I'm like, oh this isn't cool. <laughs> These hat tricks uh, aren't cool uh, anymore. I think this chick you know is mean? I'm 30 and I'm like, man. yeah, I smashed that girl from the show last night. And people are like, man, get a wife. <laughs> <laughs> you pay your taxes. What the fuck are you talking about? I You're only 30. paid my taxes legit the other, like this, like, whatever last year for fucking h&r block it was sick trying to explain to the lady that you're a comedian and then being like i make cash sometimes <laughs> show up. <laughs> she's like no she was in on it she's gonna read the stuff outside <laughs> how much cash do you make uh, like it's comedy i've made 50 dollars this year <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will believe you yeah i heard it's a tough racket 
<laughs> just taking things for evidence out of your house. We found a red beard. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the truck. Here's the red beard. One of the best glass blowers in Canada. We're using his uh, pipe. We didn't use it this episode because we didn't drink any coffee, but we'll get a coffee for the next episode. And by next episode, I mean the one that Paul's not going to be on. You'll probably like that one more than this one. I that's, highly doubt it. That's been... No, Won't be as deep. Wow. This episode, not a chance. This episode started off really silly, got really druggy, then got really deep. Then Because you and I have always had conflicting views on religion and spirituality. I'm yeah. very like, uh, I just don't give a shit. And you're like, but Reeds, you gotta give a shit. And I'm like, what oh, else have we had conflicting? views on that we should talk about oh immigration i say we let anybody in and you've always been like no just portuguese and the whites <laughs> yeah. remember that Man, i'm still about <laughs> it i'm like only let in portuguese especially mm. the ones that don't have good accents because those guys those guys you know those guys those guys pick up all the hot girls <laughs> <laughs> those guys pick up all the hot girls uh don't let in nobody you know you know what's really funny that i've been watching is uh just people are okay with being racist when it's topical what do you mean? Like cor coronavirus has oh, been like around. The coronavirus. So people are like, yeah, fucking Asians eating bad soup. Are, ah! you, are you talking about coronavirus? Are you crazy? I never talk about my, that kind of stuff in my act. I think it's silly. Yeah, either do I. But I've been having some fun with coronavirus. I don't know why. I got struck with the bug. You got struck with the bug. <laughs> you know? We'll be back after. <laughs> Look, these it's messages. not gonna make it to anything. It's like every now and then something topical comes up, and I'll have jokes that are just fun. And I don't overthink them and I'll do them and I'll work them into big sets. But I know that after two weeks, I'm dropping them. And I have some coronavirus stuff right now. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> you still cough like that, eh? That's what I don't like about the bong. That doesn't look enjoyable. It is. Why don't you take a smaller bong and not cough? I don't do smaller bongs and Do not you like the coughing part? <coughs> Yeah, it's the equivalent of like. Uh, I hate it. If so you much. did, if you took a shot of whiskey, kind of do that little sour face after. Oh yeah, that's nice. It's a nice burn. It's the exact same um, thing, mm. just in a different way. It's that makes sense. The yeah. the the pre mean the the before is okay. I'm okay with the the cough and that kind what of shit. What does pre mean? <laughs> I was gonna try to make up my own kind of like the pre bong feeling, but I just creamy. <laughs> Listen, Pete. <coughs> we gotta end this fucking sesh I don't know how long we've been smoking weed for It's like our fourth joint mm -hmm. I think it's probably only the second It's probably only been 20 minutes <coughs> <laughs> I want you guys to know if you fuckers have been watching Getting high with us Thank you for watching this fucking show We had a lot of fun, peace You have fun tonight? I had a blast, I always have a blast Tell the people that you had a blast I had a Now I, I love when these mics that we don't have to use our hand Because you feel like you're at a press conference and stuff Let's do a quick press conference, summing up. That'll, that's be, that'll be how we end, summing up how it went. And we'll Sport. roll the credits. Yeah, sports style, okay? Da-da-da-da! Today! So before you ask, you're the one asking the questions. Before yeah, you okay. ask me the questions, yeah. you got to say, like, who you work for and blah, blah, blah. Okay? And then, and then I'll always <coughs> lean in, like LeBron. <coughs> Go ahead. And I'll ask you. We'll do reporter to reporter. Uh, hi. Uh... <coughs> I work for the Sports Center. Uh, just wondering, uh, how was your interview with Mike Rita today? Where are you? I'm, I'm, I'm right here. There you are. Uh, yeah, I'd say overall that the uh, interview went well. Obviously, Mike and I have a good banter, and that's built up over a lot of years. Uh, we got into a lot of stuff that I didn't think we were going to get into. We talked about uh, heavy drug use. Uh, in return, we weren't glorifying any of these actions, and I think uh, our fans will only uh, learn from it and grow bigger in the future from some of the topics that we covered on today's podcast. It was treat.
Now, what do you say to the naysayers that say that there was too many lols and not enough LOLs? Uh, I'd say, obviously, yeah, it's a pilot project, so you're going to, you know, in the first episode, you're going to have your bumps. Uh, I think we will be able to look back on this first episode always as a classic, and we'll probably always be one of the best ones until I come back for another episode. But uh, in the meantime, m most of the lulls I would just uh, attribute to Mike's alarm going off or Mike coughing too much from uh, the bong hit, which is something that he'll have to figure out, but I, I don't put, put any of that on me. Now, a lot of people in the media are saying that you've been deflecting off your own issues and blaming Mike for a lot of your own deficiencies. Would you say that these people are correct? Uh, I'd say uh, at this moment, I'm going to take no further questions. Thank you guys so much. It's been a treat. Okay, now I'm going to ask you. Okay. Uh, oh, wait, what's the company? <clears throat> Mike Rita, um, Paul Thompson, Stoner Boys Comedy. Over here. I see you. Uh, today, uh, you had a lot of uh, devices set up to smoke with. Um, obviously, not all of them got used. Is this something you're disappointed in? Or were you happy about the uh, amount of cannabis intake that went on during today's show? Honestly, when it comes to cleaning the units after the show, I'm not really about it. So I'm happy that we only used one to two units. It's not even our ashtray, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we saw that there was a lot of candy that at one point in the show you brought on. Uh, do you want to go dive in any further on uh, what that candy was about? Did Were you hoping you could eat more candy or was it just something that you were doing just in case you got snacky a little bit later on? <laughs> no comment. Okay. Uh, we have no further questions. No, you have to. Oh, sorry. We have, we have one more minute. Um, you guys are talking about a lot of spiritual things. Oh, uh, wait. Actually, no more questions. That's been the show, <laughs> everybody. Uh, this has been my guest, Paul Thompson. You've seen him on things. Uh, Paul, anything to say to the people before we get the fuck out of here? Keep supporting this podcast and make sure that, Re <laughs> <laughs> that Reach doesn't give up on it because he doesn't even believe in life after a death. And that's a really sad life to live this is one of the only things he has going for him so even if you watch this and you didn't enjoy it still press share because the guy needs it he's a dad now and uh and make sure that when you die that you visit paul in his <laughs> weird room where he's watching videos of his childhood make sure to ask him to watch the ones where he's whacking off because they were filming it all the time they have those ones too and uh, and that's been our show i've been mike rita go fuck yourselves thank you so much